Yippie-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. All right, welcome to Yippie-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon, episode four. Episode four. The fourth. Skin. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> no, the fourth the skin. Yep, the fourth skin. <laughs> Oh, crazy, man. Four episodes. Yeah, when we were talking earlier, I didn't, uh, I was like, did we do three yet? <laughs> and I was like, yes, we did. We did do three. It does Actually, get sort of lost in the, the mists of time. Oh, yeah. The fucking sands of the hourglass, dude. <laughs> the Speaking of the fourth, I, it was funny. Um, Star Wars deals. In, um, I didn't, there was one place, actually, I'm in this uh, Legion Facebook group where they were like, one place was doing 20% off all Star Wars shit. And I was like, well, that is impressive. <laughs> that, I didn't end up going out there. I don't need anything. But um, but yeah, they were um, they were doing that. So Sweet. I was like, those fourth deals. Oh, I guess, I guess maybe we should talk about the format of the show today. It's the same as always. <laughs> <laughs> Probably we're just going to go over... Um, what we've been up to, it's been a, a two-week hiatus, a sabbatical, a vision quest. And we are, uh, what we've been up to, then we were going to maybe do some news, which will probably all congeal together. And then we were going to talk about for um, a little bit, just companies, like the, just in recent news, I'm sure people are aware of like the, the Forge world, or if you're a Legion, or if you're a Horus um, Heresy player, you Forge World saying they're no longer doing Legion specific, or the as a, in its current form, um, the Legion specific upgrades for their troops, which has caused kind of a uproar and just interesting things companies do and the public reaction to them. So we were kind of kind of get into that. So, indeed, what have you? Yeah, what have you been up to, my man? Um, not a whole lot. Uh, more stuff around the house, unfortunately. Slash. Fortunately, I guess if we're, you know, being adults, you just tool time enough, dude. Yeah, it means I'm doing my tool time thing. But <laughs> we had like yesterday, we had to get our uh, water meters replaced and everything because we had this Department of Public Works sent us a bill for water. It was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh really? Five hundred dollars for water? I don't think what so. <laughs> so that's crazy. Yeah, uh, it was a mistake on their part the guy that came yesterday was like oh yeah the guy who entered that must have fat fingered the numbers and i'm like oh well <laughs> you send me a, a bill based on someone's fat finger mistake i guess that's legit yeah. like if i didn't you know Catch know any it. better i'd be like okay well i guess i'm just you know gonna bend over and shit out 500 dollars and give it to you <laughs> and then awesome. you just go away then the wiser um yeah so I, I had to deal with that kind of crap and work's been a little bit busy but I started building the um, Command Squad uh, Land Raider Proteus with Explorator Augury Web upgrade for my militia project for Heresy. Oh, and uh, I was trying my hand at more of like a little bit of the kind of kit bashing thing and green stuff thing where I made like a little, you know, upgrade to it to make it look a little more techie than a standard Land Raider Proteus. Um, yeah, that came it's off. been going uh, You right. did awesome sculpting, too. I, I've never sculpted anything with green stuff yet. 
I've rarely used it. Yeah. Most I've ever done in the past, but thank you, by the way, but most I've ever done in the past was uh, occasional, like, cloak or, like, loincloth or, like, uh, some hair. I did some guts on some tentacles on some of my Warhammer, Warhammer Fantasy Chaos stuff back in the day, but awesome. nothing crazy. Like, this this thing that I got from Green Stuff World, where it's, like, you roll out different shapes in Green Stuff, it just makes it so easy. Like, I just roll out different size cables and, you know... Oh. What do you mean so, like, basically you get um, a set of six squares that are made of plastic. And each set of squares has a row of grooves cut out in them. And one's small, one's medium, one's large. One set each. And then, uh, depending on what shape you want to make, um, you can roll green stuff on it. Like, a, like, you just roll out a blank hot dog tube looking thing of green stuff and then you take um and you sandwich those plates on top and bottom of that tube of green stuff and you just roll it back and forth a few times and depending on the angle that you roll it at you can either make like a screw shape or a cable shape like i was doing or you could make Crazy. um like a tentacle shape that has vertical lines on it you can do all kinds of stuff Weird. So it makes it puts the does it put the grooves and stuff in there, kind of or yeah, yeah. Wow. There's there's no way I could have done that myself with like just you know little sculpting tools and a like a slab of tube of green stuff. So I I what I did is I just you know form it up, mix it together, and then roll it out uh, into like a flat tube, and then you put that on the the, the green stuff world like a uh, little square platforms and you roll it back and forth a few times and it, it sort of cuts the grooves into it. And then wow. you put it where you want it. That's insane. Cause that, like I was super impressed with your, um, with your, your sculpting skills. <laughs> and now lot. you're like, Oh fuck. <laughs> you're a scrub fraud. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it just makes it, ha it makes it work in like, five minutes i think i probably made that tube on my land raider that cable in like five minutes oh that's awesome yeah because i'm thinking i'm sitting there thinking like you got your sculpting tool out you know and like okay that's awesome i mean i i still respect it looks great but it, but uh, <laughs> i'm like dude he's i'm like oh you're like oh i just dabble with it and i'm like that looks like a fucking amazing cable hole i'm like <laughs> yeah, just okay. pull pull back the curtain a little bit on that one Oh yeah, the man behind the curtain, dude. Yeah, just <laughs> like my that. other my other painting techniques. It's just a collection of stuff that makes me look like not a scrub, but really I am. <laughs> I think airbrushing slightly does that because yeah. like people will be like, "Oh, dude, that's great," and I'm like, "It's airbrush." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I, there is obviously a difference between really awesome airbrush painters, you know what I mean, and like myself or whatever. But like, but like. It does help you, obviously, do different color color gradients and that kind of shit. Yeah, for sure. With it, that's super cool though. That I didn't know they had that. Okay. Yeah, I can. Um, next time we hang out, I can show it to you, like face to face. Yeah, yeah. But I can I can link it to you as well. I mean, it's not even that expensive. I don't remember what I paid for it, but it, it just working on two little you know parts of that command squad, the land raider and the the box operator guy. I put some on his scanner unit. Like, yeah, it's already, I already feel like it's paid for itself. Oh yeah. 
that's crazy. I thought, okay, that's so awesome. Cause yeah, I'm like, wow. I'm like, he is like so precise and like each, each groove in it, it looks like perfectly <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, now Not I don't so trust much. anything about you. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I'm an Alpha Legion player, so that fits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, and that, the the Proteus because you were saying like, is it? It's I've not seen one in the wild. So is it how compared to a rhino? What is it like? I hadn't seen one in person either until I got this kit, and I haven't put it right next to a rhino, but I'd say it's 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 not as big as a like a Mars pattern land raider like a Phobos. It's not as big as that. It's somewhere between a rhino and that. Okay. It's like a. It almost looks like a taller rhino to me, like a fatter, okay. fatter rhino. Interesting. The um, and that's gonna be your uh, the ride for your command squad. Yeah, the the um, survivors of the dark age, um, trait or whatever it's called, the providence for the militia. It allows you to take um, Proteus and rhinos as dedicated transports for your platoon command units and your grenadiers okay so i'm gonna use yeah i'm gonna use that um yeah as soon as i read that i was like oh that's so cool oh yeah so i got a i got a um a rhino as well a mark one demios pattern or whatever rhino to make for one of my units of grenadiers and then i have um the rest of the dedicated transports in the army are going to be uh, harvest lighters. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. So I figure the um, the explorer augury web. Not only is it like a cool like baroque technology or whatever ancient dark age technology, so it's cool to fit in there just for you know background reasons. But it would help in game terms to like get those harvest lighters on the field easier. How many harvest lighters do you have? Uh, three. Okay. That's cool. It's going to be my plan is to have two transporting units of grenadiers and then one transporting a unit of two tech priest engine seers with a bunch of uh, servitors armed with phase plasma fusels. Oh, really? That's so awesome. So I can just drop them somewhere and knock out, you know, some infantry with them. That's cool. What about tanks and stuff? Are you or yeah, I got a few tanks planned too. I can actually go over my list um, as part of this. I think it would be kind of cool to have me actually record this in somewhat of a public sphere to kind of hold me accountable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I can like keep everything going, keep the you fuel, keep the, the spirit alive. I want to have something on the record. So I'm going right. to pull up Battlescribe on my phone here. And. No, I'll update later. Thank you. Two point oh, is out, and that's gonna everyone's gonna be mad. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it keeps doing that thing too, and I don't mean to put anyone on blast here for Battlescribe. It's a very awesome tool, and I use it a lot. But and every time free. there's an update, yeah, and it's free. But every time <laughs> there's an update, it's like when you open up an old army list, so much of it has been removed and yeah. crap. I made a twenty five hundred point list, and now my list is twenty three ninety. Because I don't, I don't even know what's been taken out of it, but we'll just go <laughs> oh. through here. I think I remember mostly everything I have in the list. So, um, yeah, sure, yeah. so the background behind the list is that I wanted to kind of go in the route of like uh, one of the great houses of a Landsrad, like in the Dune series, 
like a noble mm -hmm. imperial house that goes back, you know, generations. So the house that I'm going to do, I just kind of made it up based on my sort of favorite stomping grounds for 40k fluff, uh, the Scarus sector where they have, you know, Ravener and Eisenhorn running around and that's where the Siege of Racks happened and stuff. So that whole area is, I thought was cool and it has like a cool feel for it with like the, um, being out on the fringe and of the, of the galaxy and then having the sort of lucky space out beyond the edge so that you can, you know, have the possibility of like creepy shit coming in from the out, outer darkness or whatever. But, awesome. um, yeah. so I was scroll scrolling through, uh, you know, background on the Scarus sector and I found a world in the 40 K timeline called the mask. And I was like, that's a cool name. And I, I was looked up about the, planet and it just said like it was colonized sometime in the early 41st millennium and it had really no more information so I was like well what if that name has roots you know going back into the the days of like old Terra and you know old night and the age of strife and maybe even before that so what I thought was I could make this noble house called House Damask that you know existed back in before the Unification War era on Terra, and then during the Unification Wars, maybe um, it sided with the Emperor right away and was like, "Yeah, let's let's we're with you. Let's unite. You know, let's get rid of these the rest of these techno barbarian savages, and we want to move <laughs> forward with you." So then they became you know an ally of the Emperor and helped fight in the Unification Wars and stuff, and then eventually it turned into uh, an Imperial House once the sort of empires the emperor's reign was solidified on terra and then uh so to reward that he maybe gave them some kind of a you know privilege to go out and settle a world somewhere on the crusade so back then um <clears throat> i would say that the fluff i could put that they were part of the expedition that went over to the scarus sector with the word bearers actually that's who canonically i guess discovered the scara sector was named for a captain of the word bearers uh what's his name captain scaras of the word bearer space marine legion's 52nd company interesting he had a strike where's cruiser the, called the shield of scaras where's that from is that this is from just history on the scara sector on like the wiki oh cool that's awesome I wonder so, what books that's from or whatever yeah, I don't know where that came from, but it's cool. That's uh, back in the day of the early Crusade. That's, uh, I guess it was in the late thirtieth millennium. That's when it was found. So, that then I could say that they went there with them. They settled on one of the worlds in the Scar sector, um, probably one of the capital worlds now, like the Usus Majoris or something like that, or Thracian Primaris, one of the ones in the the main subsector capital worlds. And then throughout the course of the heresy, essentially were ground to nothing in the battle and just being used by Horus and the Emperor as pawns here and there and stuff like that. Um, but now in the 40k timeline, pretty much all the house has been relegated to as a memory and they have a planet that's named after them that, you know, just because they're essentially a footnote in the history of the Imperium. And it's like a, you know, we, we name our roads after old 
people who have done important things in the area, stuff like that. Yeah. So that Walter kind of P. thing. Ruther, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who is he? <laughs> yeah, no one knows who it is, but we have a road called Shaner. Yeah. <laughs> we, have a, we have a road called Hayes. Like, why? I don't know. Yep. Interesting. That's That history is awesome, man. So I think there's a lot of room there to expand it both ways. Like, you could have a, a force fighting with... Like, eventually I want to make an allied force of Sons of Horus to go along with them. Um, just to have, like, a, a cool element. Maybe the, the Sons of Horus were using them as, like, a... Oh, yeah, we're totally loyalists, and you're going to help us fight and win for the Emperor. But really, they were, you know... Totally yep. fucking them over, fighting for the wrong side. Yep. Uh, get, like then they realize it too late that they're on the wrong side. <laughs> and yeah. So they have to face. Exactly. And then what are they going to do about it? They're going to fight, you know. Yeah, a legion, a bunch of these <laughs> Astartes. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's that's way deeper and more cool than most anything I've probably heard people. You know what I mean? When people have their histories and stuff on their you know their armies and stuff. That that's awesome, dude. That's super thoughtful, I would say, too, you know? Yeah, thanks, man. I, I, I've been thinking about it for quite a while, actually, because originally I wanted to do a, a Scion army um, called the Damask Voidborn out of, like, the 40k planet, which which I still could do with these models, you know, once I finish them. Because um, you said you're doing... Um, aren't some of your guys going to be based on the Scion model kit, right? Yeah, all my grenadiers are going to be Scions with like head swaps and different bits added here and there and taken away here and there That's to awesome. kind of make them look a little more, you know, a little different. But the grenadiers cool. are going to be all Scions and all the other troopers are going to be Elysians, which is a kind of dovetails into our main topic here about things being discontinued and it's being a bummer. But yeah, oh, well, um, I, I at least have all on hand that I have that I need to make this list. So hopefully that'll. You know, it scratched my Elysian itch enough to make it so I don't want to buy a bunch more in the future. But we're going um, to do the exact opposite, dude. It could, it could be dangerous, but I don't know. <laughs> like even just putting together this command squad and like of the Elysian minis, I was like, "Fuck, these are cool minis." It's yeah. such a, it's such a bummer. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I, there's like you know room to expand on it too. It's just kind of a loose outline I have to lead up to where it would be fighting in the heresy and stuff and why it has its loyalties and things like that. That's but, awesome. So the list is I'm I'm building towards a twenty five hundred point list. That way if I want to add something to three thousand points I could either take an allied contingent of, you know, one of my legions, like my Alpha Legion or something, or yeah. I can um I can add like some knights or something, you know. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. I think that'd be kind of neat. Um, I could make like a house damask knight. So That's I what I was just it. thinking. Yep, I could Did paint it like a. Knights, right? Yeah, I have a couple knights on hand. I just haven't done anything with them yet. So this could be kind of a good excuse, I think, if we're gonna do like a big, three thousand plus point game someday. Yeah. Or just to have which, to go along with it, I guess. Which knights do you? Do you have an Atropos or? Yeah, I have Atropos sitting around in a bag, and then I have um, the like Night Warden. I think it's called like the not the original Night Kit that GW released, but like the next one that had like the top mounted gun and different options okay. on it. Yep. So I could make like that, and the Atropos be just like a little Night Ally contingent to the army. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, hopefully, I'll get there one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So my list is uh, the Force Commander, which is going to be Duke Victor Damask of House Damask. And he is a dude with the Cyber Familiar Digital Lasers, Iron Halo, and he's got Melt the Bombs. He's got Planetary Overlord, so I can pick my Warlord trait, which I think is going to come in handy a lot because the Warlord traits in this army are pretty sick. And then, yeah, I um, know very little about Militia. <laughs> very, very, very little. I don't think I've ever faced them. I've never think... faced them either. But just being a my first army in 40k in general was Imperial Guard, so it's kind of where my heart lies. I, I've, I've kind of this is kind of like my quote unquote like dream ideal project to make my own, not just like regiment, but just my own story behind everything and customize it to however I want. Because this list, you can literally do whatever you want with it, from like bone cracking, like close combat savages, from like some feral world to well, like what I'm doing, like some high tech dark dark tech you know ancient badasses people make them fearless or something is it fearless and plus one strength or something or yeah you can do all kinds of uh upgrades to them with the providences yeah okay so that's kind of like their uh legion trait stuff kind or whatever yeah it's like you take that stuff as points added on to your force commander and then by doing that it gives you options for like every one of your units in your army that has the Providence rule, they, they get affected by it one way or another. Okay. That's so cool. it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. So my Providences are going to be Survivors of the Dark Age and Warrior Elite. Warrior Elite just gives them plus one leadership. Survivors of the Dark Age gives them like the ability to take those cool transports and makes their weapons hit with plus one strength and stuff like that. And it gives them better armor too. So like they have just access to better technology than other other regiments or other militias or stuff like that. I kind of wanted to make. Leader. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. What you're gonna say? Just the leadership thing. What what do they end up being? What's the plus one makes them? I think it brings it brings the force commander up to nine, and then it brings all the rest of the troops. I think up to average eight. That's cool. That makes sense because I was one. They should be like seven or like yeah, eight or whatever. Okay. I think cool. base they're base seven. I think then this will bring up to eight. So it's. They say in like the little description how it's a uh, it makes them comparable to like a standard you know line imperial army in yeah. their in their discipline, which I was like yeah I think that's you know at being you know the the veterans of the you know the Damask Voidborn regiments the Grenadiers would have have would have fought maybe during the Unification War so yeah they're probably they're an old yeah an old house or you know what I mean yeah they have some in, experience like, their lineage you know like yeah I would think. That sounds right. Yeah, so I got that. I won't maybe go into like all the equipment. I can just give you like a broad idea about what everybody has. But so that's the Force Commander, and then um, the Imperialis Militia Platoon Command. That's my other HQ. Um, I think then that's what I'm working on right now, and uh, they're 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 going to have that Land Raider dedicated transport, and then. Um, all the all the guys are just gonna have like basic last carbines with the plus one strength from the um, Providence. I think a lot. Of, I was talking to Kimmel about like he's like, well, you can just give them all grenade launchers for the seventy points or whatever, and then they can get um, they can get pretty brutal. But I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to model that or whatever. I've already plus I've already spent time doing this other stuff, so. Hmm. I'm just going to go with this. It's not going to be the most optimized army. It's just going to be something cool that I want to work on. Yeah, it's a passion project, though. So yeah. 
Exactly. But you want it. I have stuff I can try out. Like, I'm going to try, you know, making a custom banner and stuff. Like, I have little things I want to do all throughout this army that I'm going to... That's Looking awesome, forward man. to trying. So, yeah, I have uh, um, the command squad, and then the... In terms of, like, the background, like, the platoon commander of this force is going to be the Duke's daughter. I named her Lady Corin Damask, and she's going to be, like, a blood captain of this militia. So it means that she holds, like a noble rank in the House Damask, but also a military rank in the militia. So he's like a commander. It's awesome. It's like that could be kind of cool. I actually, she's the first mini I finished painting for this army. So if you want to yeah, check out her awesome. out. Every, thanks, man. I use the WRTEL mini. Um, and if anybody wants to check her out, you can go to at phase plasma painting on Instagram and look her up. She's one of like the last posts I put on there. What'd you do for the sword? The sword looks awesome. Like paint wise, yeah. Um, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. I I just did like the classic airbrush OSL effect with okay. um, yeah. Vallejo electric blue and Vallejo dead white. I think it's called. Yeah. And then I did like a dead white, uh, lot like a thin edge highlight on the side of the like the sharp points of the blade. Yeah, it looks awesome. Thanks, man. So she's going to have a bunch of Elysians be part of her command squad in a Land Raider. And then the Duke's going to go in with them. And I'm going to put um, one of my other choices in there, too, is a Imperialist um, Auxilia Medicaid detachment. And when you when you buy that, it's kind of like Apothecaries in the Legion list. It's part of your elites. And it comes with three Medicaid orderlies base. So... I'm going to put one of those Medicaid orderlies with them, and essentially it does the same thing as an apothecary. It gives them feeling the pain. So that's kind of cool. Um, so I'm going to put that in there, and then that should bring it up to eight minis because it'll be six from the command squad plus one for the Duke plus one for the Medicaid orderly. So that'll be with the uh, Explorer Augury web. It takes the capacity of the Land Raider down from ten to eight. Okay. So that'll be full up at that point and I can't, what does the augury web do does it help with deep striking it gives you um you can pick at the beginning of your turn i think i forget what phase but essentially it lets you pick um plus one to your reserves or minus one to the enemy reserves that's yep i did face one of those i think um jeff crawley had one sweet on his imperial fist command i think he had a command tanker or what are they called the demos like the oh yeah the uh the demos rhino with the um the, the dish on the back yep yeah those are sweet i think uh dave jarrett's got one of those too that he's making it's that's pretty cool. it's it's like a super ultramarines thing too that's like it originally came out as in their list so he's okay. like he was like super pumped about it. <laughs> yeah 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 that's a sweet tank i think this does essentially the same thing it's just on a land raider chassis yep even better yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it doesn't have the the uh the Rhino version has that ability to call down a lance from orbit, lance strike, but and then yes, so this but, doesn't have that. Okay, but it. But it's on a land raider, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. And then I got um. Uh, the other elite's choice is an engine seer auxilia. So that's where we're going to have my engine seers, and then um, their tech servitors, and you can pick a bunch of cool weapons to put on them. I'm just going to give them all phase plasma fusels, and. Because I think that's a just a fucking sweet weapon. 
like just the way yeah, it sounds. Like, that's a yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. a salvo two three weapon. I think it's like strength six or five AP three, that's and awesome. um, one of the warlord traits I'm going to take uh, with my dude because I gave him the planetary overlord rule, and I could pick it is uh, merchant princeling, and that lets um, him just like essentially pimp out one one unit in the army's weapons to be plus one AP. Oh, crazy! So, so they I could kill terminators. yeah, I could bring him down to AP two or what I'm going to do with them i think more most often is put them put that ability on my first troops choice which is a fire support squad so i'm going to have five heavy bolter teams from the Elysian range and they're going to have um most often i'm going to put them as the plus one ap so they'll be ab3 heavy bolters (laughs) that's awesome Yeah, they'll be on like you know paper militia dudes, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be pretty, it'll be pretty rad. I'm gonna put one of the the Medicaid dudes with them to kind of give them a little more survivability. <laughs> It'd be sweet. Yeah, your first Marine opponent's like, how many armor saves? No armor saves. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at him and shake your head a little bit. Oh wait, you can do that because that's what's kind of funny though. You you can like not not that you're trying to trick people or surprise people when you're playing, but you will. People will be like, what do they do? It's like Mechanicum. When I face them, I'm like, what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand any of this. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's, it brings like a unit that they would probably just ignore 100% of the time. Like five oh, yeah. bolters of like, oh, who gives a shit? You know, I'll just block it with rhinos or whatever and they'll waste shots. And then before they know it, I'll be in close combat and they'll be dead. Yeah. Because but... even Overwatch would be pretty brutal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's going to awesome. be five five teams. Like the base size you have to take is is a unit of five of the sixty mil bases with teams on them. That's awesome. Oh yeah, the teams. I it's so funny. I I'm just my brain is so stuck in Marines that yeah they have the sweet bases where it's the the teams of dudes. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna do like make one make each one kind of like a little mini diorama too. I've got like plans, so many plans for this. It's gonna be like <laughs> it's gonna be taking a while, but. That's awesome, though, but it's something you've always wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, so that's my first troops choice. And then I have three Grenadier squads as my second, third, and fourth troops choice. And then um, two of those are going to be in Arvis Lighters flying around, and one of them is going to be in a Rhino, um, just kind of like so I can have something that starts on the table that's, you know, more solid, and I can, you know, have it be there if I need to take an objective right away or something like that or what have you. And then I got another um, troops choice of an Imperialist Militia Infantry Squad. This is just a big 20-man blob of Elysians. They're like the basic uh, militia troopers. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be on the table to go do the same thing, either hold an objective in my zone or sort of move out with a medic and take a position in like a ruined building or something or what have you. Yeah. And then um, this last one is a Imperialist Militia Reconnaissance Squad. This... These things are kind of like the Legion Scout squads, but um, a little bit, you know, more squishy. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they're humans. humans. So yeah. it's like that. They can infiltrate. I think they can scout. Um, but they also have uh, the ability to, you know, take different kind of weapons, sniper rifles and whatever. I'm just going to give them last carbines and give them the plus one strength or something like that. I haven't decided exactly what I'm going to give them yet, but... Um, I'm going to give them uh, either a demolition charge or a melt bomb depending on the game. I'm going to model the sergeant so that he can has he has like both on him. Yeah. And um, that way I can like kind of infiltrate and maybe take something out 
or attempt to take something out or drop a demolition charge on something. So they're, they're kind of cheap. They're only like 50 points. So The demo charge, I always picture, I think it was a Katachin model. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That. What's the stats on that? I know it uses large blast, but... It's uh, it? it used to be, I think it's the same. It's a 8-2, strength 8 AP2, large blast. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a <laughs> one-time use kind of thing. You yeah. Just throw it and but, parade and it'll scatter. Yeah, right, because it, it, it does it. Is it 8 inch or I don't remember? Uh, I can't remember either right now. I have to look it up. I think it's either 6 or 8 inches. Yeah, it's very short. It's got a beat yeah. up on them. <laughs> you may take your squad with them, but. That's fine. <laughs> that's this, awesome yeah something that you can't really ignore when it's infiltrated right in front of you that's kind of what i want to do with it for 50 points i mean that's oh yeah i think it's a to give your opponent something like oh shit i gotta deal with that before yep. they drop a, <laughs> to drop a template on me um, that's awesome yeah uh then i got a fast attack right now i just have one choice which is a harvest lighter that's what the uh tech servitor unit's gonna be in flying around i kind of also want to eventually get a um, termite to put them in i think that'd be kind of neat so i can have like all aspects of the battlefield covered like i can have stuff coming up from the ground i can have stuff coming yeah. in from the sky i could have stuff on the in already on the ground in tanks i think that'd be kind of neat what are the because the, the termite like w when you're underground what rules does it have to make it thematic it's kind you of know? like um Remember the old Siege of Rax unit the um, the Krieg engineers had the um, Hades breaching assault drill or whatever. I know the model, but yeah, not the rules or anything. It kind of you pick a spot and it deep strikes essentially like up from the ground, and okay. but you can pick a spot that like is under or like touching a unit that you want to damage essentially with it. Ah, that's cool. But it's kind of like this one deploys more like a drop pod. So if you so it's not actually traveling underground. It, it is game mechanic wise. It's it's a drop pod. Game mechanic wise, it's a drop pod essentially. Yeah, but okay, the uh, the cool. idea is that it's coming up from underground. You know, yeah, it's been traveling for who knows how long under there. <laughs> like a U boat. Yep. <laughs> and then it you know has the ability to damage stuff when it comes up and stuff like that. I forget the exact rules. It's not the best unit, but I think it just looks it looks cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's cool. That's awesome. Mole people, dude. Yep. <laughs> and then uh in my heavy support, I got three choices. Um I have a Malkador heavy assault tank or whatever heavy tank with the battle cannon, demolisher cannon, and then whatever sponsons I want to give it, I haven't decided yet. But I've had that model in my backlog for literally years. I got it forever ago. So, time That's to use awesome. it. <laughs> and then uh, two separate Lehman Rust tanks. I have like one standard battle tank and one demolisher. So they're going to be okay. like my armor in the in the list. That's cool, and it, I like that it's a uh, a lot of infantry. Yeah, it's it's a uh, eventually when I get it all figured or finished out, it's going to be what ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty over like 60 dudes in just my troops which is that's great kind of cool i guess yeah you don't see that a lot yeah at least well i well solar rocks players that i usually see mostly are uh it's all armor. it's all wall of armor right yeah minimal infantry in each dracozin and then all armor yeah, yeah so that that's cool man that's awesome that that the ap3 bolters or heavy bolters are insane 
I think it's going to be, yeah, I think it's going to be kind of fun. Um, another thing, I think the more fluffy choice in terms of like my background for my list is, it, it makes me laugh kind of like the, the um, name of it is like Beloved of the People, the Warlord trait. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes just for fun, I'll take that one where it's like your leader is, he always does right by his people and they love him. So when he dies, everybody in the army gets hatred. Oh, that's cool. I think it's just like I, I just picture a bunch of dudes in his command squad going like, "No, my duke." <laughs> yep, <laughs> they get like super pissed. <laughs> oh, for sure, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, their Elvis is dead. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of the list and the whole background behind it. I have an, an initially, and then hopefully in the next week or two, I'll get more progress on that command unit, and then I can start building out the troops. That's crazy. So, so so far, you have the command unit pretty much done. Yeah, they're all built. Yep. And then um, I wonder. Yeah, cause I, I do. You ever wonder how long it takes you to do an army? I have no idea. Like, um, just time wise. I kind of have an idea of what it. It took me initially to do my like. Uh, I think I had close to three thousand points of Alpha Legion when I first did it back in like twenty fourteen. I think that took me. Uh, I want to say two months, two and a half months. Wow, that's good, man. Two months, or is that? I don't because people come. They're like, they're like, oh, how long does it take you to do that, or how long does it take? I'm like, I've been meaning to like time it and be like, oh, it's you know, one person or whatever takes you know, like every time I start painting, I wanted to just run a timer to see how long it actually takes. That'd be interesting. So it's kind of like when you have a Steam game, you play a lot, and you like see the total yeah, hours. Exactly. Yep. That's yeah, two months. That's cool, man. So so you think? Because it just sounds like a lot. Like sixty dudes sounds like a lot. Sixty infantry is going to take some time. Yeah, I think it's going to actually take me longer to build them and clean them up than it will. Yeah. To paint them, I think. I don't know. the The Elysian kit is. It's very. Parts intensive, I think, because each each one of the dudes has like you know, the legs and the arms and the torso and the head, and then they have these two little shoulder pads, and then all the little pouches that you put all over them, and you're it's oh, like really? all that, yeah, all that for like a little six point guy or whatever, like a five point guy. Yeah. So it's gonna that's gonna take a while, and and I I love the Scion kit, but I think in my experience so far, I've built several of them, and that kit I've always had to spend a lot of time on cleanup with mold lines and stuff. It gets kind of brutal sometimes. The the Elysian or the Scion kit? The Scion kit. That's been my experience with it so far. I know you built some for Shadow War back in the day, but yeah, um, that's sort of yeah. been what I found. I I had to clean up a lot of mode lines on mine. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And it what you just said too is always funny too. You're like you know hours and hours. And it's like this is a six point dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dude that's gonna get. Taken off him and him and five people a turn are gonna get taken off. Yep, <laughs> it's all right though. I think I've oh, come no, up no. with a. I think I've come up with a paint scheme for him that it looks good enough, but it's not gonna take forever. Like, cause it's basically gonna be, you know, prime them and then do brown, dark yellow, light yellow, brown wash over all the stuff, and then just paint the web gear and all the weapons, and then pretty much done. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the whole, the whole, cause I remember when I first got Fortress stuff, I'm like, I, you got to clean it. 
you know, and and it's, I I still like working in plastic more. I just, I just find it easier. I think just because it's there's less steps. I think I I like more of it. But um, but yeah, when you're when you're dealing with resin, yeah, cleaning everything, actually cleaning it, and then cleaning mold lines and stuff, and yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think I like working with resin a little bit better because the kits seem to have less parts in general. Yeah, we we are seeing like the the Elysian dudes. Yeah, the Elysian dudes have the the hardest part is that those two little fucking shoulder pads they have that are like the size of half of your fingernail or probably even smaller than that like half yeah. of your half of your pinky nail and yeah so like that those are kind of a pain but like building for example building a mark ii or mark three tactical squad in resin like i did all my original alpha legion dudes are all the original resin from forge world kits like the the legion resin resin kits so building that versus building the Mark III plastic kit from Prospero for my Iron Hands, like I hated building those. That was because hmm. like everything is in way more parts than you think it should be. Like, yeah, when you get the Forge World resin kits, like the torso is one piece, the backpack's one piece, the legs are one piece, and then you get the Mark III plastic kit, and it's like the torso's two pieces, the backpack's two pieces, so it's double the cutting you have to do, double the cleaning. It's just like, ugh. It is weird. The The Mark III kit, I think, in particular is weird. Yeah. It looks the, uh, great. It looks great when you get it together, finally. I love it. But it's building it. I hate it. Yeah. Because, like, the Mark IV kit, like, health box is very similar to norm, what you're used to. Like, the torsos, two, and then the arms, legs. Yeah, that's more like your regular yeah. 40K or a Space Marine kit. Yeah. But yeah, I did notice that. I have, I still have those. I have not uh, touched them yet. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with them. But, but yeah, they, uh, that kit did look weird. Yeah, I have a few of the kits sitting around. Dave got me one, and then um, I picked up a few other on eBay. Just you know, one off, split out from the box, and I want to have them be additions to my iron hands. But uh, I just haven't got around to that yet. You got a new project? Yeah, yeah. I want to finish this. I need to keep focused, and it's difficult because today the new Vansar Necromunda stuff came out. So, oh, did it? Yep. <clears throat> I gotta I mean, get. Always, I gotta keep focused. It's a small project, though, Dave. You can easily just switch to it real fast, you know. Yeah, I could, and then I could <laughs> just be totally derailed for the yeah, rest of known history or whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those do come out today, huh? Yep. I haven't. Got, I ordered them, so I haven't gotten them yet. But um, very excited. Yeah, those models are cool. We were talking about those before. That that militia that that's sweet, man. That's a lot of thought and and you know put into the list. That's that's awesome. And it's yeah, if you do custom banners and you know that like all, that whole thing making it yours, that's cool that you can do with militia, solar rocks, like your own regiment, your own house, your own. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, I mean, you you can do that with marines, like like a uh, within the legion. Your you know, what company you are or whatever. But the or you know like the but the but it's still kind of known like okay yeah you're space wolves or you're you know you're world leaders yeah exactly you can't make up your own like you with black shields you can to a certain extent but even then they have to you know they should have some kind of a prior legion allegiance or whatever like whatever they came from is, yeah is based on those eighteen choices yeah yeah the the world leaders I did all my guys have red hands the right right hand is red. 
so they're like the red hand company like caught red handed like um i wanted my ulrich i think is my my uh my praetor and he was a um kind of like mephiston like he was a um red butcher that was able to gain control again ah okay i don't think you ever told me this this is awesome <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. i did it yeah i i i told no one this Very oh bad. shit <laughs> breaking news yeah but in um what i wanted to like uh because angron when she was a, he was your asshole dad you know kind of thing yeah he since he broke that he like and he's not able to control himself so he mocked them and called them said they were nothing but like red-handed murderers like i was like after a planet genocide was going to say like he did this like he he mocked him ulrich and his company saying they're nothing but killers and savages even though they were able to slightly control the nails and stuff like that right and then that, and but they instead of they they took the 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 you know the slam against them and they made it their company their red hand company yeah oh yeah that's cool man yeah yeah they yeah they were uh, pride Exactly. So that's why all their hands are are red-handed. Yeah, it all makes sense. Oh yeah. And then I did the weapons too with uh, all the all the right uh, every right weapon is red. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, but yeah, not, not to, but but it, it's that's a, like it's cool. You know, and it's funny too to think about it. Like like ind- you know, independently, I wonder if other people do that too, you know, like if they're like, "Oh, I'm just painting out ultramarines. My ultramarines are just ultramarines." Or are you painting them and you have a story? You know what I mean? Like I, I do that with, with a lot of my stuff. It's like, or in, in 30 K since it's more narrative, it's, it leads itself more to that, but it'd be interesting to hear other people's like, what is the story behind your guys? Right. Yeah. I think we could probably have people on here about that too. in in a future episode, just talking yeah. about like the background behind the army that you created and stuff like that. I think it's for me, it's especially in the heresy it's essential, but I, I don't really like doing anything, you know, in, at least in this 40 K slash 30 K world, I've, I feel so invested in the background. I, I think to get more into it and to get fired up about a project, I have to have that aspect like, Oh, this is this guy. Like this is his history. This is yep. the history behind the force. Like for my alpha legion, it's the, the battle of Paramar. So I have all that theme going on with they're fighting the iron hands and the mechanicum. And then for my iron, my iron hands, I, or the Iron Warriors in the Mechanicum, rather. And then for my uh, Iron Hands, I have... Um, I picked them to be the clan company, Atraxi, that just got, like, totally fucking annihilated at the massacre and, and during the heresy. So in the 40k timeline, they're just, like, a, a memory on the wall somewhere. That's but awesome. now they're just, like, a, a bunch of just bitter asshole badasses, <laughs> and they all have, like, the same iconography and stuff like that. That's awesome, man. Yeah, see, I didn't know that either. Because it, it's funny thinking that, too, because a, a lot of times they you don't have a way to tell. There's not a, It doesn't come up like, oh, what's the history behind your guys? You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, that's cool that they, they they didn't even make it into 40K. You know what I mean? Like, they're all... <laughs> they right. got wiped out in five, yeah. Right. Maybe a couple of them did, and they but they're, like, not even... Maybe they're not even Iron Hands anymore. Maybe they're in a successor chapter, or like they're just rolled into some other kind of thing, or who knows. That's cool, and that it's funny too because like I wonder if other people do because like some some people, like you know, it it just seems like you're, you're like you're like, it de- I guess it depends why you're in the hobby. But for me, I like to think, you know, my dudes, it, you know, and it, it's it, like planning an army. 
there's so much that goes into it. Like you're, you're you know, you're on Forge World site or whatever game system, and you're you're looking at all the units, and then you're point costing it out. And then while you're doing, it, you're like, oh, what 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 are they? Why are they doing what they're doing? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how what is their history? And it just like you say, yeah, it's a motivating factor for making you actually be like, yeah, I need to finish these guys. They have a history. They have a story. They're not, you know what I mean? Like they're just not like, oh, these are space wolves, and they're that's Logan Grimnar, you know, like or you know or whatever or Russ or you know or Fell or Bjorn Fellhand or whatever. Like, I mean, those characters are cool. Like I have Karn. You know what I mean? It, just because I love the model, but I sure I'll, I use him as a Praetor or whatever. You know, like I'll. But um, but yeah, it's, it, that's cool. I wonder because then I was then it just got me thinking. Like I wonder people who and, and not knocking this at all, but people who commission people to paint for them. Do they wonder what is the statistic of people that have a backstory for their army? If mm. you're, you know what I mean? Like it seems like you wouldn't, or maybe you're talking with the painter and developing. You know, being like, okay, this is their history. This is what I'm thinking to, so that the painter understands, like, and kind of has like a theme when they are painting it or something. You know oh I mean? yeah, yeah. I think that would be. I mean, for somebody, if you don't have the time or you don't want to, uh, you know, if you don't trust yourself with the, your painting skills or whatever, and you want to actually commission out, but you still have like a, you know, a deep love for the background and stuff, I think that could be a way that they could sort of explore that without and sort of ex- express that without having. To, you know, like, be unhappy with the the result of the models that they come out with. Yeah, because it, it's because it's all trying to get what's in your head out into reality. Like, oh, I think this is fucking cool. Like, I like world when I picked world leaders first. I loved the paint scheme, but I when I started forty k, I did um, corn. You know, or like berserkers. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I love world leaders. I just love the the fluff and everything behind them yeah. and it's like my version of them in my head and picturing how they would fight or what they were doing or you know what i mean yeah absolutely because it it's funny the the reason i did i liked changing what i had or or having the history i had because i think like tim from the eye of horses said this too like they can't be fucking going insane all the time like it traveling <laughs> to planets right you know, they would they would just kill each other they would all die in on the ship and the ships would be cold fucking <laughs> just yeah. like empty Sh- vessels with ships one dude alive even, yeah ships wouldn't even go anywhere like they'd start yeah. going somewhere and then like the entire crew would tear themselves apart and they would just kill all the servitors that are in the tech thralls and craft that are piloting the thing and yeah all then the turn human surfs other. and yeah they'd turn on each other and then it'd be just like a, a corpse ship yeah that's that yeah <laughs> where's the 12th fleet uh, <laughs> why is it there's no life signs you know what i mean like it just doesn't make sense yeah that's awesome though, man. I'm happy for you. That's that's a sweet project to you know to really sink your teeth into and like, you know, have it all planned out. That's super cool. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm, I'm I just want to keep myself honest and and you know not drop the ball on it and keep going because I think I've I tried I I got this passionate about my Renegade Militia project back in the day in Siege of Rax days and I just I never finished it for reasons that we can talk about later. But yeah, this one. I really want to commit and at least get that 2,500 points out so that I can have something to, you know, display proudly and to and just play in games and just, you know, have it be what, like you said, what was in my head, what I thought was cool, the story. I want to see it on the table fighting. I want to see the dudes on the table fighting for their Duke. You know what I mean? I want to yep. see the, I want to see the, you know, platoon commander 
his daughter trying to like impress her father and do something cool and tactical and you know make a good move on the battlefield and yeah. I don't know yeah I just I don't know just the the inner giant dork in me wants to see that happen <laughs> oh yeah because that's what it is yeah that's, yeah. that's how I, I'm similar like it's thematic and it's a story in your head that you want to it, it, put it into reality right. and you're, doesn't sound too crazy too where it's like I, like i you know it seems more like it's not crazy min maxed i mean there's strong things in it which i think makes a good list is like there's powerful things but it's not cookie cutter template list that you see a ton and, or just you're like you see it and you're like oh that's that's boring to face you know what i mean yeah there's like shit's coming from the sky shit's if you get the termites coming from below then there's blobs of inf- infantry it just seems Awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm trying to vary it up. That's another tip I got from Ryan about from Ryan Kimmel about like um building a cool thematic list is not you don't necessarily have to go Highlander with it with like only taking one choice of everything, but take a variety of stuff so that when someone yep. looks at it, they're not like, oh, this looks clearly min maxed. Yep. So just take exactly. a take a variety of stuff that you think looks cool. So I have like different tanks. Like I don't not not much in my army is repeated. Except for three ever sliders and three uh, grenadier units, and they're going to be equipped differently. So, and even like, that though, I don't think because there it's not like oh here's three vet squads with sniper. You know what I mean? Like, right for militia, I don't. You're going to have, you know what I mean? Like things like that, and I don't. I don't see it as you know spamming thing that's the best. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think that it's gonna look awesome. It's probably you're gonna have fun playing that too. That's cool. Yeah, man, I can't wait. I'm gonna try like I'm gonna do oil weathering. I got all these. I have all these fun ideas. I just really looking forward to getting going on it. Yeah, and and like you said, that that will keep you fucking, you know, like passionate to fucking finish it. Because, yeah, I think when, you, when you're in the fucking depths of those 60 dudes, you're going to be like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you don't, but I know when I'm batch painting shit. Oh, I will be. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I had to force myself to that first initial blob of 30 tactical marines I did for my Alpha Legion back in the yeah. day. I was like, okay, today is the day I do all the metallics. And I just fucking yep. sat there all day. I put on fucking Lethal Weapon and a bunch of other movies. And I'm just sitting there painting <laughs> silver and then painting lighter silver and then dry brushing and then washing. And I was like, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gouge your eyes out. Yep. But then you're done. You're like, worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, when you see it, you're like, oh, dude. Like, uh, uh, I think I might have said it on here, but my one of my friends, Darren, he, he, um, He's painting this board game, Massive Darkness, and he was like painting. He came over and, and I was just showing him some basic stuff, which he, he he knew some stuff already. But we were just kind of painting together, and um, he was painting a goblin. And I'm like, now remember, whatever you do to that goblin, you you got to do to all of them. And and he was like, like thirty deep into goblin. <laughs> I think he messaged, he texted me, he's like, oh my god. I'm like, yeah, dude. You know, and it's and it's interesting to paint for a board game too. I mean, because when are you going to use thirty? I don't. I guess you probably will, but I guess if they had them in there. But you know, I don't know. It's just interesting. It's like the cultist or whatever, or the your your infantry unit or our the tech marine or yeah. You're like cranking these out, and you're like these things 
are not the cool. I mean, they're cool and they look awesome when there's a whole bunch of them, but yeah, <laughs> there they are. Yep. It's just yep. that grind, man. Yep. Yeah. My, it's funny. My, uh, my, my buddy, Sam, he's, um, we went and picked up, uh, um, paints for, cause he's going to follow like Sarastro, uh, for his, for his rebels that he's doing for Legion. Mm-hmm. And like in, um, you know, following the video along, which I think it's awesome. It's it's we live in such a cool age where it's like we can go on YouTube and follow these paint guides and shit. You know, and, oh uh, yeah. That, have you watched any of Sarastro stuff? No, I haven't. But it, I... Yeah, and it's not one of the games you play, but maybe you should just check him out just as from a uh, painting perspective. He he's he's super um, thorough, detailed. Um, you know, the 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 production quality is awesome. Very detailed. Um, yeah, or like the the cameras, the angles are good. The uh, and he just he's very methodical, and it, it 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 everything he does looks achievable, and and he's very good at painting, or or he's great a great painter and and explaining what he's doing, which is really cool. Yeah, it's good to have kind of like that, I guess, like the Duncan factor where you can, yep, paint well and also explain well, yeah, in, in a way that is relatable and 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 understandable to somebody who's maybe not like doesn't know yeah, they never go or something and it's intimidating because like just talking with him it's interesting like to us we're just like yeah you go you do this and i'm gonna paint it but to someone who's never done it like he <laughs> he spent like fucking it was like uh, i don't know like a hundred dollars on paints because and, and it's an interesting because i i told him i'm like i'm like you can do what you want here i'm like you can buy probably like 10 paints and we can paint your army He's like, but I'm like, if you're going to follow this dude's, cause he, he mixes a lot of colors together, mm-hmm. you know, and, he, and he's been doing it a long time, kind of like us. So he's going to be using a shit, different bunch of different paints and shit. And, um, and he's like, no, I, I'm, I want to try it this way. He's like, this will, this will help me with the commitment. Yeah. You know, he, cause it picked up brushes, paints, all that shit. So, um, but, it, but it was funny too, cause I was showing him, I'm like, okay. So and, and like when you're watching these painting videos, they're showing you how they painted one rebel trooper. I'm like, now you got to do that fucking, you know, <laughs> 24 <laughs> or uh, 28 more times. Exactly. You know, it, yep. So it's like, whatever you're due to one, you don't have to, but like, if you want a thematic or you want it to look cohesive, a lot of times, yeah, you're that same method you're doing through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the, it's cool too with the Sarasso thing. He, he stops at points. He's like, he's like, if you want, you can stop here. You know what I mean? And then he's like, oh, or yeah. you can continue. I mean, a lot of them do that, but it's like, it's cool. Like, it's like the definitive, like, yep, you can stop here. And, he, but it, and it was, I forgot about this too, because we, we've been painting so long. We just have paints, right? So when you go to do an army, you, you're picking up, you know, a couple paints here and there. But, you know, like my buddy Sam has nothing. So, yeah. he, he, and then if you look at the painting list, and, and I didn't even realize this, but like, like even Duncan, like I've used his videos a ton when you look at that list, you're like, okay, I have like 75% of this. It, it, I, I don't need, it would be weird to be like, I have zero of this <laughs> and I need to buy all yeah, of to, it. To look up all, whatever it is, like 30 paints you have to buy and then price it's them insane. all out at like $3 a piece or whatever it is. Yep. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's a commitment. Was, yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if it's like a, uh, like a, a gym membership thing where it's like it's expensive you some people like the expensive gym payment because they're like i can't i'm wasting money if i don't go you know like or like planet fitness or whatever is 10 bucks 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so you're like, oh, it's 10 bucks. I don't care. But like, if it's like, oh, this is 70 bucks a month or something, I'm making sure that I use this or whatever. Yeah. It sounds kind of like that's what your buddy was doing. Like he, he, yeah. he made that more expensive commitment up front to keep himself honest about it. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, we'll see uh, how it comes out or whatever, but it, and and that keeps in just just because it's on topic. Like I'm like you'll see once you paint your army and you have it on the field and you're like that. I thought that color scheme was cool. I wanted my dudes to look just like this. And then when it's all done and you're you're set your shit up on the table and you're you're staring down at another army too that's done and you're like this is the best. <laughs> <laughs> this is like you're it's immersive. Like they are mine. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. Yeah, dude, there's there's really not that's the pinnacle of the hobby right there. Yep. Well, may the force be with him in his yeah, ex- in his journey. Exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. it, it's it's funny too, like thinking because you you don't have to do it. You know what I mean? His dudes are all built, and we've been playing games and stuff. But like, if you you know once you start down that road, and and if you actually like it, it's so rewarding and so like just the process is awesome. Mm-hmm. Some you know like when you're like we're saying. And you know, Lysian, uh trooper, like three of of thirty. It's it's sometimes you're just like, okay, <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> but I mean, it's not. It's never awful, but it's it's like you know, just monotonous. It's yeah, it's very grindy. Yeah, but it's like you said. There's nothing really like that. Putting them on the table, looking across the table at another army who someone has put the equal amount of effort into, and then. You're playing on a, a table with terrain that, that's painted and complements yep. the armies, and it just brings it all together. Yeah, it's funny because, uh, like, mats, I've, I've never bought, because I've, I've never had a gaming table. So, like, I've been looking at mats, and um, I, it's like, I, I'm, I'm going to pick one up, but I, I actually went to pick one up yesterday. And it was interesting, the hobby store I go to, which I love, REW Hobbies in um, Michigan here, but um, uh, they, they had the mats, and um, they because like uh, Fantasy Flight made specific mats for Legion. So like there's two, and they made two three by threes. So that way, because you can play a small point game on a three by three, or you can play a big game on a three by six. And right. So, so you just buy two and and expand yeah. the whole table. Yeah, but it was they were like fifty nine bucks a piece, and I'm like, I could get a four by six for the same price, mm-hmm. and in in have it. Or and have much more selection or whatever, so I didn't end up picking it up or whatever. Because they were going to do like a May Fourth deal, so it was like I think it was like ten percent off or something. They were kind enough that they were going to do or whatever, but I thought they were thirty nine. Like they were, if you go on the website, they're thirty nine. Not their not their website, but um, Fantasy Flights. Hmm. Uh, but what was interesting because I'm like I in in the other mats they had that were three by three from Fantasy Flight were thirty nine, but I, I'm like. I'm like, is this price right? And the guy's like, yeah. He goes, and he was saying, he's like, we buy them for thirty. So I'm like, yeah, it'd be crazy for them. I mean, I guess ten bucks markup is good, but I mean, but I'm like, it does seem like you'd want more profit out of it. So yeah, yeah they're, was, they're buying them for. It's crazy that they're only getting to buy them for thirty. Exactly, and so and that's why I'm like, because when he said that, I I wasn't bummed out or anything, because I'm like, oh, weird. I'm like, yeah, if you're you're buying them for thirty, yeah, you you got to make. You had to pay for shipping, your overhead, all you know, the cost mm-hmm. of running a hobby store. Yeah, and I'm like, but it was weird that the fantasy flight was selling it because you know what I mean. It's weird when you, it's hard to justify pricing where you're like, I can buy this. I mean, but you want to support your local hobby store and everything. 
mm-hmm. which which I I buy it a ton of stuff there anyway so i'm not really worried about that part <laughs> i spend you know paints and you know any any pretty much hobby related stuff i'm always buying it from there but but it was interesting the um just the price difference or whatever but uh but yeah gaming mats i think i think that's i think that's one of the biggest maybe that and airbrushes if since in recent i guess it's not recent but like that are huge i think awesome innovations since i've been playing tabletop games you know what I mean? Like, I think the gaming mat is so cool. It's like, what? Where are we fighting on today? Well, we're fighting on a grass place or swamp. <laughs> you know, you know, like Martian, like red earth thing. Yeah, it's. I it took a long time for me to get one, but I'm really glad that I did. I think it's. I only have the one right now, but I have we have um, <clears throat> a couple that Brad bought too. Like he has like a little, you know, twelve by twelve. Um, like a our one by one foot tile mat thing that he can make different combinations of and stuff like that. So we have a couple different options we can go with, and it it really does like it's like yeah yeah. Uh, I don't you don't have to build a and flock a whole table anymore if you want to have grasslands or if you want to have like a snow landscape or if you want to have like a swamp. You can just plop down a mat and it looks legit. Yeah, and and it's not you know like like you're saying you're building your it's heavy you know or the time or it's dirt you know like they shit, shit falls off it or whatever like yep storage space it, I think and it's not a new thing that I question if it takes away from the hobby too like the you know like things on your phone like okay now you're distracted on your phone like we were talking about a couple episodes oh or whatever. yeah like but this is like a new innovation that I feel doesn't take away from what I think the spirit of doing the tabletop gaming is you know what i mean it's like it's just more immersive it's like i have more options i mean i guess you could say it takes away from the hobby part of building a table but you just now you're just building the terrain yeah exactly you still have to put effort into your terrain you can't just put you know cardboard boxes on top of it or like leave leave it completely open i mean that's not going to be fun so you have to still put some level of effort into your table it's just the actual surface of it is taken care of yeah, and and then the fact that you just roll it up, like because think when you build a board, there's a big because I did that before I had like a desert one, and yep. I remember I'm like I put sand on it and you know I think it's just did a four by four, <clears throat> way back in the day or whatever, and um, you know you got to store this thing where this is just it rolls up. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. Back in one of the first things Kelly and me did like as a big project together because she's into art too is we made that trench board i made for the siege of racks theme yeah it's, currently it's awesome. in my back storage area just you know chilling but like that took us like months to make yep. and it was like insulation and planning it out and cutting out the trenches with like a drywall blade and then weighing it down while you gorilla glue it to the surface of the board and then you gotta flock it and you gotta paint it it took us months, and oh, yeah. uh, then you just buy a mat. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only th- with the trench though, I think you still kind of have to build a trench board. You like do, you yeah. I don't think that the trench options that are able to just put on top of a flat table yeah. really convey trench warfare. Yeah, I think having them cut out into the table is way more thematic it just looks it looks proper you know exactly because yeah i don't even you would have to they would be like a hills they would all be hills or something that are dug into that have a trench or something you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like it wouldn't yeah but yeah actual trench yeah a lot of times they look like they're 
some kind of armored embankment that they just fortify versus yeah. an actual slit in the ground. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's crazy, man. What 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 else you been up to? Anything else? Uh, we've been playing Necromunda. I played my first game with my Pain Advancers. Oh, cool. uh, the list this last Wednesday. It was fun. How they how they run? Pretty well. Um, we and Brad played the ambush game, and essentially that means like one person's attacking, one's defending, and it's kind of like a the defending people get to spring an ambush on the attacker, but the attacker gets to go first, and it's it's kind of back and forth, but the objective for the defender is to get people off the board, like retreat and uh, survive, and then the attackers have to kill more people of your, you know, from your gang than they do, than you have escape. Okay. So it was kind of like a fighting retreat is how I played it, and it, it was pretty fun. I played That's against cool. his uh, technical dream cult. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Did any any more guys are done or No, just this this just the one. He has them all primed though, which is more than he's usually done in the past, so it's a it's a good impressive. start. <laughs> that is good. That is good. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was really fun. And then James and Shelly played the same game uh in the table next to us. We were all playing the same game just to keep the lingo the same and talk between tables and help each other yeah, out. Yeah, people had questions, yeah. But that was fun. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Now I get to paint another Vansar gang with the new models, and I have to redo my list because the rules are all different. <laughs> did a, did a, the book come out too? Yeah, the book came out, so the Vansar list is like completely different now. Uh, of course. Yep. Yeah. Well, I wonder, can you, you could probably use those dudes as uh, militia, though, for your those yeah, Vansar dudes. I probably could. I'm painting them with the same, the same scheme and the same bases, so I could, they, could yeah. fit, they could fit in. Yeah, which would look cool. Yeah, I think so. I think it'd probably look. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how one of those '90s sculpts would look against next to a sweet Elysian hyper detail guy, but I think it would. Yeah, I think it'd be all right. If they, I wonder if they were their own unit. I wonder if you could do that. How many do you have? Oh yeah, I have like eight. So I could put eight. them in a. You know, I could put them in the Land Raider eventually if I wanted, or just yeah. in in a, in a in their own. Uh, what you call it, Arvis, and just have them flying around. That'd be cool. Like they're they're like you know like a, uh, a named unit. You know what I mean? Like or like because I'm sure like your your opponent if they knew they're like oh shit those are the old Vansars that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could be like the old. Uh, they could all have noble blood or something like the the scions of the House to Mask bloodline sort of unit, like a special attack unit or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, possibilities. Endless. Endless. <laughs> I think I'd eventually like to use them as inquisitorial acolytes, too. And if we play more 40k with James, that's probably what I'll do. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, definitely you could do that. Because that's what I was thinking. Could you, could you use your Inquisitor models in your... They could just be nobles or... Or, yeah, you know, they could. A lot of the the iconography would probably make some oh, people yeah, yeah. all neckbeardy and yeah, like, oh, it's an Inquisition it. symbol on the purity seals. Well, <laughs> but uh, it's whatever. I think they'd like aesthetic wise, they would fit in because they all have the same kind of scheme. So yeah, I could put yeah, them there. Yeah, look thematic. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't yell at you. You'd be okay. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be all right. Yeah. 
Well, appreciated. So what? If, that's pretty much what I've been doing. What? If, what have you been up to, man? Painting Legion. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm 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 bulk painting. Because we were talking about it, I was I keep looking over at them. I'm doing like a two uh, speeder bikes, and then fourteen stormtroopers, and so I'm just batch painting them all. Sweet. Yeah, I think yeah. I finished that ATST, and then um, now I'm just bulk painting stormtroopers <laughs> so in the in the speeder bike and i usually hate painting this way i only want to paint like i use sometimes i'll even paint just one dude at a time or like one squad at a time mm-hmm. but like um i'm probably like 75 percent done or something nice so yeah and I'm, I'm alternating the scheme so it's like the um the slate gray or whatever thunderhawk blue or, or what is it thunderhawk something can't really, I don't remember the, the color, but um, yeah, Thunderhawk blue. I'm doing that like so th- that's predominant on the models they have, so that I can pick the squads out different. Uh, oh, arms okay, gotcha. Are the khaki? Yeah. So and then I still gotta. I'm, I'm like highlight. I just gotta highlight the slate or the uh, Thunderhawk blue, and then do the black bases, and then weather them, and then they will be done. Sweet. Yeah, because I, I wanna, because you're you're supposed to have like an illegal army. You're supposed to have three troop choices and eight hundred points, and um, so I just have the the two from the other core done. So I'm uh trying to get these done, so I can play with painted stuff. And they, it's funny too because uh they had a new commander come out for the Imperials, Veers from um you know the ATAT guy. Oh yeah, he's he's out now. Yeah. Sweet. He just came out, and it was funny. I'm like, should I buy him? Do I need to buy him? Because I'm like, I this will be the one of the benefits of this game is like, I will be waiting for them to come out with shit. Not like there is no like well, I'll have zero backlog. Like every army I've ever done, you're always I always buy way more models than I'm painting, and then a lot of times they don't end up getting done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where It'll it's like this a, game. Yeah, interesting position to be in. Right, I've never had that, and so it would be cool because I think the next release I think is Snowtroopers. Which, you know, I'm going to get some of those and paint those. But then after that, it's like three things of Rebels things, I think. So it'll be like, cool. It's like, your move, Fantasy Flight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm done, dude. I'm just waiting on you now. <laughs> so, I, you know what I mean? Because it, it, does, it doesn't, like, it's not like I lose sleep over it. But, like, it does bother me. Like, I'm like, like my custodes that I'm working on. Yeah. I have, you know, like a Calidus tank. I have an, um, the Sword and Board Dreadnought. And then uh, the bikes, and then I have wardens that I bought that I was gonna do as Hatarian guard or whatever. So it's like you know, like I, that shit's just staring at me. Where it's like this: if I once I finish the shit, if I go hard in the beginning, like they make a release, they're not. You know, it's gonna be months in between. I it's not like this. I can actually work on other projects and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's a it's a cool spot to be in, for sure. <laughs> or will be once I get into it. Yeah, for so. sure. I like yeah, uh, the, batch painting is how I do my stuff. Yeah, and it, it, it's the most effective and, and efficient. But it, it's just like it becomes uh, for me not as fun because it's, <laughs> you know, like we said, you're just grinding it out. You're just you know the same highlight, follow all the areas, and then I find sometimes you just miss stuff because you're just like when I do one individually, I'm seeing the whole model. With this, it's just like they are all one model, and I'm just kind of like you know. But yeah, I, I will. Uh, there, they'll be. I hope to get done this weekend. So, 
And then I'm I gotta I'm gonna look on Frontline to see about mats because I'm so, I'm so pissed that I didn't buy the uh, those mats when they had them twenty five percent off. Oh yeah, the back one. I think that's when I I bought mine. The one that's supposed to be like Blade Runner that I have. Yep. When they had the deal. Yeah. Yeah, they they well they and they just did it again. They had like a spring sale. Oh, okay. And then I don't know if I was telling you about this or said it on here, but like when we because there are four by sixes in Legion is three by six. Mm-hmm. But then I completely forgot that the it's I don't know what they call it grand something, but it's like you do uh, double points like a sixteen hundred point games is played on a four by six. Oh right. Yeah, and then and then uh, the dude I don't know I, I can't remember if I talked about this too, but he. He bought a four by six, and then he just had like a fabric that he draped off of six inches on each side to make it three by six. You know yeah. what I mean? Because and you just put your cards on that. I and I I don't I didn't even think about that. I'm like, oh dude, you could have just fucking done that. <laughs> <laughs> so so now I'm just like, oh well. But so uh, yeah, I'm gonna end up getting a mat. I'm trying to think of other what other shit have I been up to? Stormtroopers. I um. Me and uh, Sam played another game of Legion, which was cool. It was just uh, like a 400 or 500 point game, but um, it was cool too because he was he's 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 always uh, it's cool he's he's a cool point or person to play against because he's he's always thinking about like different strategies and trying unique things. And it was funny because he tried to pull. We we're doing an objective move, like there was a crash speeder like from uh, Hoth in the middle of the board. And that we had kind of, it's kind of, we just said it was kind of like relic, like there's an objective there because we haven't played with objectives yet because we haven't, um, we need, I think it'd be more fun with like a, a larger point game. Sure. And so we, um, but he, he ran Luke up to grab the objective. And then there's a thing in the game called displacement. And he was like, oh, you know, and he was trying to use clever game mechanics. And so he, he had an ATRT move on top of Luke. Because what the game says is, if so, a vehicle like in 40k or 30k, like when, if it moves on, if it ends its move on top of a unit, any unit that was under it needs to be moved out of the way, right? Okay. So displaced, and then it says so in everything's unit leaders, you move from the unit. The unit leader just moves, and you place your guys. Or measuring range from unit to unit is from the unit leader, mm-hmm. um, just to speed the game up or whatever. And um, if the unit leader is displaced, then they get to make a, a, a range one move. So you, you get to do a free movement with them. Mm. So he was like, so he had Luke speed up to the grab the thing. And then he had his ATRT move on top of Luke, his own dude. And then, so when he was thinking that it would, it would allow him to mo- uh, do a, a speed one move to move Luke even further away from the thing. So he, you know what I mean? So it's gotcha. clever. But, um, it was funny because then we were reading it, and it's and it says whoever moved or the other person that did not move the vehicle gets to move the units that were displaced. Oh, so your opponent gets to move. Yeah, and so and and I, it sucked because I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm like, just take redo the turn, and he's like, no, no, I want to remember that, and I'm like, just, just, I'm like, dude, just do it. But he 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 wanted to have that be like he remembers the role because of the. He made a mistake or whatever. <laughs> he and, chastise um, himself. Yeah, he he he, uh, he fucking the penance, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, but then I fucked up. I should have just moved him where he wanted to move him, anyways. But I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't think of that at the time. So I. Um, so then Luke, I just moved him closer to my army and, and blew his ass up. <laughs> 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 and they kind of threw up the game. Oh, 
I did that um, to Dave Jarrett once when he he deep struck mishapped, and then I got to put his Blood Angels leader guy somewhere, and I just put him directly in front of a unit of plasma cannons, and I was like, "Hey, hey awesome. buddy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it always feels bad." Yeah. yeah, I was like, "I'm sorry, man." He's like, "No, it's I I understand." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and so and it was funny because it it was like I knew once that happened, the game was done, like it was over, and it was it was early on, in um. But um, but yeah, they it was it was just interesting. The uh, um, but but yeah, so we we ended up playing that game. We, we were both because it was it was um uh, every Wednesday we have that guys night thing I've I've talked about, and um mm-hmm. we were just playing on a, a smaller table and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, it was still a fun game, and it was still cool. I got to force choke someone, so that was cool. Oh I, fuck I yeah. That. Yeah, <laughs> that that was fun. Try not to we... choke on your aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Vader humor, dude. Yeah. <laughs> or when the Emperor's like, he's like, he's like, your friends will find the shield ever quite operational. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like he's so pleased with himself and like trying to talk shit. <laughs> yeah. No one laughed. I'm Maybe that's why he's afraid. He was yes, I'm afraid it would be quite operational. When your friends arrive, <laughs> get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, they yeah. What we played some Kingdom Death. We continued after we got our ass beat, and then uh, took it out on a lion and beat the shit out of a lion. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still rolling with that. Um, cool. Oh, I, I, this new band, man. I found um, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, man. Whoa! I never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're fucking awesome. They're um, like uh, they're like kind of like psychedelic, um, prog rock kind of, but like uh, I don't know. And their their albums are like um, they're and it, and they're from Australia, which you know I love Australia. Like <laughs> I don't know, I'm obsessed with Australia. But um, they um, they're yeah, it's 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 kind of like prog rock kind of like and it's funny because the guy was like when they were i watched like a what's in your bag you know i don't know if you ever watched that on youtube it's like amoeba records no i'm not um, yeah they just have artists they give them like a gift card and they what what do they buy you know kind of thing oh okay cool and um so they um they they um they did one on them and like they were influenced by like tool and yes and stuff and like it's just really and it's it's because I and I downloaded like five or six albums, you know, or I mean I paid for five or six albums, and um, they um, and it in the newer stuff like what is the 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 latest album is like the microtonal flying banana or something. <laughs> it's just like weird, but like they they uh, added I think more frets in or um, they made special guitars for the album, so it's kind of like a concept thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it, it it's just super cool. Yeah, flying microtonal banana is the latest one. But um yeah, it's like sweet rock, but like also it's really weird and like the other one is like Murder of the Universe that I like a lot. Both of them were twenty seventeen, which in like uh like it's pretty it's, solid it's, to release two albums in a year. Yeah, they it may they may have released more. I can't remember. Uh or I, I don't I, I haven't I know I've I've downloaded a ton of them or whatever, but um they uh that one has altered beast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which, fuck. Do, do, do you remember that game? I love that game. It's on yeah. my shelf right over there by my TV. Oh really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, because they they have but it's like altered beast 
one altered beast me or altered me and then it's like altered beast two like their song <laughs> names are like and it goes up to like altered beast four and it's like kind of like this weird i don't know it's it, it's super cool it it might not be, i don't check it out it might not be your thing but it i'm, I'm super into yeah. it right now they paste, <laughs> paste me a link in the dank tank and i'll check them out later yeah 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 they, they have another song called vomit coffin <laughs> what the fuck that sounds interesting they're coming actually June 11th, and it was funny because I fucked up because I heard I heard about them probably like in March or maybe before then, and I just didn't really check them out, and then for some reason I don't know why I don't even know why but I just I'm like oh I gotta get around to listening to the band and then they um so I was like oh are, are they touring because now I'm like super into them they are but it's already sold out so it's oh hard. shit but the um and it was funny because I went on StubHub. <clears throat> And it was like seventy five bucks a ticket because they're normally thirty or whatever. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to see them for seventy five bucks for me and Jamie to go a piece. And then, but some of the tickets were three hundred, and then someone was like nine thousand. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, yeah. It's fucking war profiteering, is what that is. Exactly, nine grand. I don't know if you're gonna get the nine grand. No, probably, probably not. Or someone, you know, maybe super fan would. So, but yeah, that, I think that's really all I've been up to, man. I haven't, uh, Monday night we play League of Legends. We, uh, our team is, we've, we've developed new strats that are, sure. are, are kind of working, that we're beating teams that are better than us. But, um, yeah, other than that, yeah. Because I, I haven't been playing Darkest Dungeon as much as I want to because I've been trying to get these fucking Stormtroopers done. Right. I haven't been playing pretty much any video games. I've played maybe a total of 30 minutes of video games since we last recorded. Just busy with the house shit, yeah. Yeah, I just don't have time. <laughs> but yeah, man. I'm trying to think, yeah, and then new shit. I don't news oh this kinda there um and this can this can kind of segue into um our the topic we were talking about. Um so it, it was funny because Fantasy Flight kind of had like I feel like a unforced error so they, they put on their... Because um, I never really paid attention to them. Like, I played X-Wing and Destiny, but I didn't like how they do things. Like, I know how Games Workshop does things in Forge World, you know, because we've just been... I don't know. Even when I'm not playing, I'm, I've am i kind of followed their company just because I'm interested, like, how they release things or, you yeah. know, how they how they conduct business, basically. Exactly. In uh, Fantasy Flight, they posted this thing on their site, you know, and I'm all about Legion right now, and... um. They're like, they had hyperspace report and it says, join us on May 1st or whatever. Cause they're, I, they have like a world's kind of thing where they have like X-Wing, Imperial Assault, Destiny, all of these things um, where they, they have the world championships, I think in Minnesota, which is where they're based at their headquarters or whatever. And they fly people out. Okay. And so that's going on. And they were there. So they were doing a panel and they're like, join us. We're going to have it on Twitch TV, you know, and we're going to do, and it says about, um, our products, plural with an S, right? So then, and it was only scheduled for an hour long. So you know, me and my buddy say, "Cool, we're gonna we're gonna um, watch this." You know, they're gonna you're, they're gonna talk about X Wing, Destiny, Legion. You know, we're thinking it's gonna be like a what's coming up thing. Yeah. And they um, so it's it's there. So they 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 announced X Wing 2.0, which is a you know like it, it is that's probably their best selling game and probably their most known game. Oh no doubt, um, yeah. And so, and it was funny because then it's like 20 minutes in, they're still talking about X-Wing. 30 minutes in, they're still talking about X-Wing. 
And so the whole thing was just X-Wing about X-Wing 2.0. Hmm. And so it was it was funny because like and, and they got I hope they get a lot of backlash for this because they like basically like it's like don't say products and and, I, and it's like oh we're technically right because we're releasing X-wing 2.0 and conversion kits and and the ships will be re-released so those are products plural or whatever yeah but it's like that's like that makes me not want to buy X-wing 2.0 because I I'm at work and I'm like trying to watch this and, and keep up with it. You know what I mean? And like where I did, if you could have just been like, we have, uh, you know, and now our uh, changes to X wing or, and they didn't want to kill the hype or whatever, but it's like, no, what you're really doing is tricking people who play your other game systems mm-hmm. to watch your thing. And like, I get it from a PR thing you're, or a marketing thing. You're like, Oh, more eyes on it. But for me, it will have the adverse effect where I'm like, no, I remember now that you, you're trying to trick me into watching your shit that I don't, I didn't want. I didn't choose to watch. I thought I was getting something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Essentially, you got clickbaited. Yeah. Exactly. And it, and so, it has the exact same effect that you know, clickbait usually has on people, where like they'll they'll fall for it one time, they'll go in there, yeah. get bombarded with advertisements, and then the article they look at is not really what they wanted to hear in the first place, and then they go, "Well, fuck this company or fuck this website or whoever's running this article," and then and at least. <laughs> In my experience, I never click on that company's links again or their videos again on YouTube or anything because I'm just like, you know, you're fucking turds. I don't want anything exactly. to do with you. Yeah, and and that's and it was it, to me. It's and it's not. I don't think it was smart of them because if you're trying to get into the, you're already in the tabletop game, but you're you're getting even more into the tabletop game with Legion and trying to be like a a 40k competitor. You don't to me don't want bad press. You don't want people accidentally being like, oh, I'm going to hear about the new thing I'm excited about. Or, oh, I'm holding off on Legion. Let me watch this hyperspace report. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just talked about X-Wing? Like, so you're a company that tries to trick me into watching shit? You know what I mean? Like, I, I just felt like it was an unforced poor move on their part to... I mean, I'm still going to play Legion and shit, but like like you said, I probably if, if they ever have an announcement thing, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, you just watch it after the... Or, like, look up after the yeah. fact what it was about. Because exactly, like they, yeah. they should have just called that the X Wing two point panel. But what they did exactly. was they called it the new products. Yeah, the hyperspace report, which is vague. Mm-hmm. I mean hyperspace, but it's it's fucking Star Wars, so it's right in the title Star Wars. Well, yeah, you know, it's, like, it's it's you know, a catch all thing they can use for whatever they want to talk about, but Yeah. But yeah, just it was uh I, I felt it but I mean the the X Wing two point seems cool, but I still don't know if I want to play it like uh, we 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 should play one out just so you can see it. But like it, it's a solid game. Me and my me and Sam played that for a while, and it it, it it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a good game, and like it was very enjoyable. But I just kind of got sick of it. And the thing that took me out of it was turrets. Like, and and they kind of addressed that, which I think is cool. Like, so basically, like it was all about uh, what 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 I liked about the game was arc dodging. Like, you, you have a front firing arc, you know, and. And so what you can shoot at what's in that front firing arc on mm-hmm. most ship. And then so like and you can fly and barrel roll and boost out of people's arcs. So you're in you have them in their your, your arc, but they're not in yours anymore. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. So it was it was awesome, yeah. like a dogfight kind simulating, of thing. Yeah, simulating a dogfight, right. And um when they and I remember and 
and I, I, I never liked facing them. And when I used them, I didn't like it. Like, so they had ship like the Millennium Falcon, right? It has turrets, so it can fire a 360. Oh, so, so it just takes that thought out of it, essentially. Exactly. And, and I'm not a good player, and, and people didn't always run turret ships, but I think they eventually became a problem. But, like, I, always, like it, I just hated the game concept of, um, you shot me, that means I can shoot you. So no matter how you flew, no matter what you did, and you could mitigate the damage it was doing back to you or whatever through being further away or obstacles or whatever, but like it, I just didn't like that. Like I outflew you, but you're you just get to fly like a a fat sea manatee, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, and you can you can always hit me. Yeah. <laughs> like it, like it just didn't it didn't sit right with me. So they they're making it an action. They have two firing arcs, and you can rotate them, and that's like one of the actions or whatever that you can do so there's a cost to it and it's not just i always shoot everybody or i get to choose who i get to shoot every turn if you're in range you're a target not oh you're in range but i need to sacrifice doing this action so that i can turn my turret to shoot and face you so you think that this change sounds something Good, like yeah promising yeah and it makes me interested in it well that's in, good in, yeah so but it but uh, this is the other thing is that in in it's not that bad, but like, or else I don't think it's that bad. But I could see an X wing player who only played X wing not liking this. So what they did was, and they're getting I think some backlash for this, but so like they, if say you're just an X wing player, you never played anything else, you don't know like like Games Workshop Eighth Edition comes out, Seventh Edition, you have to buy a new rule book, a new codex. Your 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 guys you can still use for the most part. Mm-hmm. But you're you still need to buy a new rule book and a new codex, right? So there's you know, and that's going to cost you like a hundred some bucks. And so with Legion, what they're doing is the the one o stuff you can use all your ships, but when the game is released, you have to buy a new core game, which is going to be forty bucks, which has like the new damage deck and whatever they're going to do or whatever. But they also like say you play Scum or you play uh, First Order or you play Imperials, or Rebels, or Resistance, each one of those is going to have like a $50 conversion box. Oh, shit. That you have to buy, but it gives you all of the stuff so you can use your old ships. Okay. So, like, so, people... That's not yeah. terrible. Because, yeah, you, I'm looking at it from a Games Workshop standpoint, that's like 100 bucks, so I can play the new version. Where in the GW land, that's going to be around there anyways. But if I never played that, and I'm like, why? I already spent thousands of dollars on all these fucking ships, and you release a new thing, and now so I can play your game, I have to buy this shit? You know what I mean? Like, I see what they're saying, but comparatively to, you know, because, or they, if because they, I watched a video on this too, some guy, and he was like, imagine if they didn't have the kits, everyone would be bitching. Because imagine if they just made you, because, like, they changed the game dramatically where, like the cards that you use for your guys are no longer useful. The you know they don't oh, work. Oh shit! So like all the money you spent on the getting Palpatine or whatever in a box, yeah, you can't even use that card anymore. Well, that card still exists, but they um. Well, I think the small ones. I don't know if they got they made those big cards now, but they sort of yeah they or the layout of the card is different now. Hmm. So the, basically the card that you have, and that's what will be in the conversion thing, is, you know, that card. The new version of the card would be in the conversion. So you'd buy the Imperial conversion thing, and that ha- is supposed to have all the cards for your sh- or for the Imperial ships. 
so that you can just you you're, so your basically your ship is still useful. So it'd be like okay. it would it would be yeah like in in uh, forty or thirty k would be like your your squad of dudes that is moving forward to two point but all their stat lines and all that stuff your codex basically is different now. Gotcha. So, the, so it's essentially eighth edition. Yeah. Where they invalidate yeah. all the written rules and they give you a new thing that is supposed to cover all the existing rules in 40k. But your models, your models you can still use, but you have to. None of the stuff you have that's written down rules wise is useful anymore. Yep. And and you could like same thing. You can still play seventh if you want. You know, kind of thing. You can play yeah, one if exactly. you want. But, if but it's wanna, just not supported. Yeah, you want to play all. an event then got to get with the new one yeah and then all the new ships are gonna they're re-releasing all of the ships with the 2.0 you know things oh, okay. like the different cards and all that kind of shit so now but you it, buy you know wedge or whatever and he comes with an a, the updated card yes yeah yeah you buy an x-wing and or whatever whatever card wedge was in or you know or if then you have or you have the conversion thing but it, it was just interesting that they um, it the backlash they were getting and it, but it but like not like oh I know everything but like having seen other companies it's like yeah that Kinda like I get why territory yeah because it it was and I actually watched because I I sort of care but not really about X Wing but like I watched the game developers they they were interviewed by this uh, Covenant I think they're called podcast and um it was cool hearing them talk about a game system and like you know there were three guys and they were just like they're like they from early on they realized like they once they made like 20 ships they're like oh i i wish we could do this so they made they had a file you know or, or a spreadsheet or whatever that was just things they wanted to change if they ever got to do a new version so yeah. it's kind of cool that they they kind of had like a behind the scenes panel of them discussing and it was very candid and very like very open about like yeah, we, like this was a problem, and this was a problem. We, but, and you know, and, and the game just keeps building upon itself, where it becomes to a point where it's like we can't fix it now. Yeah, you know now what I mean? it's like exponentially grown, so that you you can't do anything except do like a hard reset. Yeah, yeah. So it, I don't know. I, it, um, the the announcement was cool. It was fine, and what they're doing with it was cool. But just the way they handled it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. And and I don't know Fantasy Flight, so this is my interaction with Fantasy Flight is that, you know, like yeah. like GW, they're expensive. They don't care about their player base. Like that's what you think of. But <laughs> right. and, and and new GW <clears throat> maybe cares. It seems like they're making steps to care about their player base and give the fans what they want. Like these are themes you I or maybe I'm wrongly but associate with Games Workshop. Yeah, I think so. that's on the whole. Even people who are more salty towards Games Workshop kind of agree with. It's better yeah. than it used to be. Yeah, but and I I don't have I don't know the themes of Fantasy Flight, but right. no, I'm learning them because I'm more in their ecosystem or ecosystem or whatever. Like their their thing is like uh people always laugh because, but I think it's cool that they do this. They'll show you stuff they're working on in advance, but it it will be like at the printer, and they have the different stages of where it is, like at the printer on a boat, you know, uh, oh, on okay. the stores kind of thing, and. It, GWs are Forge World and Forge World's better at it, but they kind of show you stuff. Yeah, they give of. you like a initial mock-ups of the concept art of the sculpts and stuff like that, previewing yeah. at weekenders. Yep. 
but the uh, the fantasy flight joke is that it's on the boat. <laughs> Everything's always on the boat, and so boat. that's like their purgatory where stuff sits, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like yeah. So, but yeah, it was I don't know, and that that kind of I think segues into what we were going to talk about with that uh, 30k announcement that they that Forge World did, or obviously. lack of announcement. I think is oh it, more appropriate. Is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I ourselves and everybody else who's in the heresy world woke up on Friday morning to discover that after the um, recent discontinuation or whatever, however you want to call it, of the entire Elysian range and a few other minis here and there from other things, namely the Solar Ox, um, they have also decided to, without any sort of preamble or explanation, um, discontinue pretty much every Legion upgrade kit for the Horus Heresy. And I think it's my understanding that there's some head kits that are still going to be chilling around that you can get, but pretty much all the torsos and all the shoulder pads and all of the combo packs that had heads, torsos, and shoulder pads together are all being discontinued. And when you ask them, hey, what's the deal with this? everybody's kind of got the same blanket response email of, well, sometimes molds get damaged, sometimes things need to get replaced, and, you know, we don't want to ever say never, but you're not going to be able to get these again, unfortunately, in, in this current state, is kind of what they're saying. Like, in this current version, or in this current state, or however they, they word it, but everybody's kind of getting the same blanket PR response, and there's no real explanation as to is this indicative of something that we're going to see or like predictive of stuff we're going to see in the future with other heresy stuff is that yeah. like is this moving from forge world to gw in-house and you're going to do plastic ones to go with the mark four and three kits like are you just getting rid of them to because i mean you have a, a small rules dev team and a small team of people casting things and you're being you know pressured to, or not pressured to, I guess, but your focus has turned from heresy to specialist games now, from GW, so what's what's happening? Nothing is, they're not saying anything. Which they're notorious for not saying anything. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. And then one of the things I didn't like, too, is they were like, we only have so much, like, well, it is logical, but they were like, we only have so much storage space to keep these molds around. Right. You know what I mean? Like, space-wise, like this, I, I get that it's taking up a space, but if, yeah, I don't know, maybe they're, because I'm wondering, are they redoing them? Because a lot of them, I think, they're they're okay, but they can do a lot better on them. Maybe they feel like that. I think maybe some of the earlier ones, you can say that, but there's, I don't know, I mean, it's it's all subjective, obviously, because it's all, you know, aesthetics, but I there's not one of them that I don't like, really. I think they're all really cool. I like them all, but it, it's it's inter- like I don't know. There's there's ones that yeah. I just aesthetically, I'm like these could look better. I, I don't know, but but yeah. But the thing is though too, like they just released, you know, the most recent ones are the Space Wolf ones. Yeah, what did they say about those? And those are, are those? gone. Those are out too. Really? Yep. And those are not even a year old. I think. So yeah, they can't say that's a mold problem. Right. Huh, that's interesting. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, Space Wolves just came out. What about those Rhino Doors that they just did? Uh, so far, 
none of the Rhino stuff's been up there. Or none of so the vehicle upgrades. But you know what? Dude, I didn't think about that. I I don't want to say it, but maybe that's next. Maybe hmm. like cuz what else, what that's essentially the same thing, right? And they were just created. It's see cuz it's it's interesting that something they just created is being Huh. Yeah, we're, think you, we're not you even... <clears throat> go ahead. Oh, no. Go, go ahead, man. I was just going to say, we're not even talking about, like, the Varigear Terminators that they've been receiving, like, a bunch of backlash about, you know, how nobody likes the, the quality of the sculpts or anything. These are, like, the heads and torsos and shoulder pads. Like, those are universally, like, okay, yeah, they're they're cool. They're space wolfy. Like, no one cares. Like, they're, those are cool. They're, those are being sharded. Weird. Because, like, the GW doesn't, like, they'll hold on to sculpts because they need to pay for them back. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like a lot, I, oh, you always hear how expensive it is to make these molds. Maybe with injection molded plastic, that's the thing. But with resin, I don't think that's the that's necessarily yeah, the case. I think it's a lot cheaper to make a resin mold than it is to make a big uh, huh. injection molded plastic one out of metal. That's weird. That that piece of information right there is more telling to me, or more concerning, or interesting than the other stuff. Just because it was just released, so mm -hmm. something that was just released, you're already scrapping. Yeah, you know I mean, like that's just weird that you wouldn't make some money. I mean, I'm sure they made money off it, but like you wouldn't, huh? And it's also uh, the other big bummer of it. I know Maca pointed this out on the Outer Circle. He made a video about it. You know, he just released it recently. Um, is that Dark Angels, White Scars, and Blood Angels, they don't even have proper Legion rules yet. They don't have characters, they don't have their Primarchs, but their upgrade kits are gone now. Like, yeah. well, not yet, but, you know, their last chance to buy. So, once they're gone, they're gone. Huh. And that is weird. So many Legions have already had their decal sheets taken away for no apparent reason. So, yeah. now they're Usually... losing their upgrade kits, too. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I'll be I'll be very interested to see. And so like think of this from their side. What if it is doomsday? Do you tell your fan base that you're discontinuing their game? Mm. Your business. Do you tell them that? You should. That you're, you're slowly <laughs> uh, you, you should, but I'm saying you're the business owner. Now. Do you I mean, well, well, think about, well, think about the what did they, what did they do with Warhammer Fantasy? That was a total shitbag move, if you ask me. What they did was they released End Times, which yeah. right up until the very last second, when the last book came out and they destroyed the entire world and they ended everything, right up until that very last second, they had new kits coming out, new big monsters new units for, like, I bought the Future Blight Kings for my Chaos Army. Those guys are awesome. Never never assembled them. <laughs> never yep. even assembled them. Because when I, the time came around where I could, I, I played that last end times chaos list I think two or three times. And then I bought, oh cool, I can, I can put these Blight Kings in my army. I bought them. Last book came out. Fantasy was dead. And I was like, you know what, dude? I don't remember, fucking care. How anymore. was the announcement, though? What did they say? Because I mean, I'm not saying they're doing this with 30k, but like, as a business, you probably have way of way you do things. So like, 
what so you released a bunch of products which i heard end times was like kind of like a resurgence for fantasy or whatever so and then like what did what did they do how did they announce sigma so you're doing the end times book and there was like four books or something like that right or something so and like so were they thinking that people would know that that you're supposed to um you know, like know that they're going to be changing the system. I don't know. I don't see how anybody could have known. I I didn't personally know what the exact rules for Age of Sigmar were. Like I knew they were. It all ended up. It all added up to something like you could see it coming where something was happening. But it, they're literally selling you a book that has rules for this game system in it. Yeah, the second that they do, like discontinue that game system. Yeah, you know, like that. Just that idea in in and of itself. The last end times book that had rules in it, that had story in it. Like the story is one thing. You can always have that, but the they're selling you a a piece of rules for a game that's instantly outdated. Yep, that's it's interesting. And then and then they just announce their new thing. Yep. So like a last cash grab. Well, it could be appeared that way, and it, or it could it could appear that way that they were you know like a last cash grab from their fantasy players that weren't going to transfer over. That's exactly what it. That's exactly how it appears to me, and I think I don't want to name any names, but I know people who are retailers or who were third party retailers for Games Workshop at the time of that transition from fantasy to Age of Sigmar, and what they were hearing from their sales reps, and what they actually, you know, what actually turned out to be true was completely fucking different. It was an out, out, out and out lie, essentially, about wow. the depth of the rules and about, you know, everything that was sort of supposed to be the idea behind the new Warhammer Fantasy and what it turned out to be. It was just mm. handled completely, completely shitbaggery. Because what's weird, too, think of it like a breakup. Any breakup I've ever been part of has never you're you're never gonna say the right thing <laughs> you know what no. I mean? like yeah like so like but i i'm not i'm not trying to i'm just trying to think of it i i'm more on the side of like oh it's probably a dick move but like i'm just trying to think of it logically like how could they have or say they're doing a 30k or whatever i guess we're kind of i guess it's still on topic but kind of but like how can you end a system and start a new one where the player base is okay with it yeah but I mean, I agree. The the it does all evidence looks like a cash grab from your old client base. You know, all, all the shit you wanted, and we're advancing the story. Look at these crazy new miniatures. Look at these. This, the everything's you know speeding up. You know, people are buying it. You know, like that just seems like weird timing. Like, okay, now that world's dead. So right. your the the money you paid was just for that time, right. not for your normal length of time, which is years or whatever. And then yeah. they have they have sort of an out by telling you that you can use all your minis in the new game, but what fantasy player back in the day is doing that now? Yeah, I mean or, there, there like, could be some out there. there. But, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Or or empire. I don't. I still don't think there's really an empire thing. I'm sure they have you know war scrolls from when they did that patch over. Like I printed out mine to try it out for a couple games, and I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I thought it was. It's a piece of flaming diaper, but 
you know. <laughs> Interesting. They gave us those free, you know, stopgap rules. Oh, that made people even more mad. Remember the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't we, can know. Go, we can go on about that for a whole other episode, but essentially, like, people are wondering then if that's what's happening here with 30k, because we have another thing that's interesting that a few other people have pointed out, like um, Leaky Cheese on YouTube and Outer, Outer Circle on YouTube, they pointed out that, like, coming up right, you know, right soon is what, next weekend, we have the, the new, or the, the next event at Warhammer World, like the open day. Uh, okay. So, like, are they going to announce something there? Or, like, is somebody going to ask about this? Like, hey... You know what people are going to ask. Yeah. So, it, at the minimum, people are going to be asking them and maybe get a response. Interesting. Well, and don't they alternate? Some of them are, like, Horus Heresy Weekender. Some are... I thought they alternate... Or they changed, like, the focus of the Weekender, I thought. I thought, like, they they have new things in them, but I thought, like, because I know the Golden Demon ones and stuff, I thought they have different, like, it's a Horus Heresy one, or I thought that's what they do. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure I thought that the Weekenders have different uh, for the gaming system, but I, I, I could be wrong on that. I actually, this is kind of funny, I, I wrote an email to them three hours ago, and I just got a response from them hmm. and it seems to be different than the copy paste response that I've gotten from that I've seen other people get in the past so are you saying this is breaking news Dave this might be breaking news I don't know <laughs> I didn't read all this yet but it look it, this looks like it's actually somebody read it named Pete and he said kindest regards and he's sending he's actually typing to me something based on what I said hmm. so I think if you don't mind I'd like to read my email and then yeah, I yeah. could read Pete's response. Pete, Peter Stevens at Forge World, he, he emailed me back. So I said, hello, Forge World. I'm sure you're getting a ton of these emails in the wake of your decision to move the Heresy Legion upgrade sets to last chance to buy. So apologies for another. I have seen posts containing your response to several members of the Heresy community saying that these kits in their current form are not going to be available in the future. This is not as small of an issue as your responses to others seem to imply. Can you please give the community an answer to this via your Facebook page or the community website? Is there a plan to re-release these in new forms, either in resin via Forge World or maybe even plastic via GW? If the answer to the above question is no on all fronts, please consider a solution that involves a made-to-order option for these kits. Many of your fans and customers, myself included, have spent literally thousands of dollars, I put USD, GBP, whatever, or GDP, whatever, um, on this game, and continue to do so. In the end, your company can make whatever decisions it likes in terms of what to do with this product. That is true. But the ethical thing to do at this point would be to do right by your customers and offer a more detailed explanation. Thank you for your time. So, I have a response from Pete at Forge World. Hi, Dave. Thanks for all the email. Thanks for the email and the comments. Unfortunately, the answer we are giving is the level of information we have. There is no conspiracy against Horus Heresy players here. We are just removing some kits. This happens from time to time. We do realize how passionate Horus Heresy players and collectors are, and all the comments we're getting passed on to you guys in the to the guys in the production team. Please, Dave, bear with us. We do not. We do make changes from time to time, and we understand we have disappointed some customers of ours. 
This is not intentional. We value our customers more than anything. We hope you will remain with us on our journey. Kindest regards, Pete. Hmm. <laughs> this is, I, this, I mean, yeah, he, they, they didn't technically say anything new to me here, but honestly, this is the first time I've ever heard Forge World or GW admit to me personally or to anyone personally on a personal level that they've disappointed them. Yeah. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm trying to... Because uh, I've emailed them before. I, I don't... I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah. Well, shout-outs to Peter Stevens at Forge World for at least sending me a response that was thoughtful and may not have any new information on it, but, I mean, this is apparently what all they know, so... I yeah. appreciate his response and the time that he took to get back to us on this. Yeah, it's interesting. It's because it, yeah, like they're because if you think like what they're they're probably not like it probably sucks to be customer service for them because it's like yeah, I can't tell you that. Oh, right now, yeah, they're probably just getting bombarded. Yeah, and then it, which cross, but then that's kind of like a management thing where you'd be like, okay, we're getting X number of emails, or maybe it's not enough emails or complaints for them to say something and they're like oh we can just wait we can wait to the the weekender or wait to make an announcement yeah but yeah so i wonder yeah it, i'm i'm just because like when when you brought this up earlier i was thinking i'm like i'm i'm more in the wait and see boat where i'm just kind of like i it's it'll be interesting to see what they do but it, i find it even more interesting that a kit they just released is is um you know they're already getting rid of which why did you make it in the first place if you knew you were going to be canceling the kits you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i don't know what that's indicative of or what what that means yeah it's mm. it still doesn't add up correctly yeah. you know so i guess we'll we have no choice but to wait and see but it would be weird well because and i just thought about this though they were willing to gamble uh, and, and and I'm not saying that they're it's doomsday for 30k. I'm just saying I'm like, but they were willing to gamble all of their fantasy players. So are they? And that was mm. that ha fantasy had to be bigger than I would think Horus Heresy. I don't I think would. it is. <laughs> At the end, I don't think it was. To be honest, really, yeah, interesting. From what I understand, the player base in fantasy at the end was not that big at all. Hmm. Okay. And especially in terms of new players, there was like no sales that were reflecting somebody buying a new army because of the level of models you had, the number of models you had to buy for a fantasy army was just so astronomical with the horde yeah. system and it, like you had to have units of fifty and stuff like that to be competitive. Like, yeah, ranks. Yeah, it just nobody was doing it. Like only the diehards, the grognards, essentially. And I think that, I don't know if they were willing to gamble them. I think they kind of knew that they weren't going to go along with it, but they didn't care. They wanted to reboot. Cause, and then, but think of it from their side. You're a business. We have a failing business model. Do we keep, you know, losing money for a group of fans or a group of customers? Or we're like, no, we, like, and they're a public company too. They're, you're, they're not going to allow that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're not going to allow... Their investors or whatever, they need to show that they're, you know, making money. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, 
I don't know. Like, do I? I'm not defending them. I'm just saying it's interesting to think from. I don't know. I think. I mean, but what what you're saying is, I think you can view all the decisions that they've ever made that people look at poorly through that lens and have the logic line up perfectly fine. Like, yes, yeah. they did this to make money. It's the it's the decision that was the smart business decision, but a lot of times it's just been handled in the most backhanded and disrespectful way possible. Yeah. That's how it comes across to people who are in the audience, like the fans, you know, the, yeah, the customers. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's weird because I, I wonder who has done something like this and had a and did it correctly. I, I'm trying to think of a, a system, a gaming system, or like you know what I mean, where like we're completely changing and invalidating everything you bought. And mm. I, I don't even know how you do that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I'm really, not saying really it's don't. right. I I just I it's I'm just trying to put myself in their shoes and and be like, you're a business. How would you effectively let your your client base know that what they bought is no is is you're not using anymore and you're moving on to something different and you aren't supporting them anymore and you have to do this or else well because then it, it, it's like cost versus reward like do we keep making this failing product because I heard their stores don't make money but they have it so that they I mean I'm sure they make money but I I thought I remember hearing over the years like the stores aren't super profitable. But they have them so they can have, you know, advertise. You know, like it's it's a store in the area. It's it's, yeah. it's a way to generate money. But, and a way to, you know, a one method of getting new players into the game too. If they they yeah. walk by and they see the demo set up and you know, see the name, see the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I, I'm curious to see. It was funny that uh, Tim put on the on the I have horse thing. He put the chicken little thing and then turned the comments off on it, like the sky, like the sky is falling thing. Because yeah. I'm more of that mind. Like, I want to see what they do first. Like, you remember where people were all? I didn't really like. I got. I I understood why people were upset about the eighth thing, but I wanted to. I would like say they went to eighth with horse heresy. I would still play it before. I mean, like, I would have my thoughts and shit, but, like, before I truly raged out, I think, I want to experience it, you know what I mean, and see what it is, and then and then make a decision on yeah, it. Yeah, uh, I would have tried it out. I don't think I would have sold stuff off the bat, just off of an announcement, but I, you know, we'd be in the same spot that we are with currently with 40k, right? Like, it's... Yeah. To me, it's... Playing. Yeah, we're not playing it, so... And when yeah. we do play it, it's because... You know, we have a new player in our group who likes it, and we just want to hang out with that dude. Yeah. You know, and we're still rolling dice, so at the end of the day, we're just, you know, chilling out. But in terms of playing a game, like, that game is not going to be what you and I choose as our yeah top anything, we, you know? We have our time to play it, yeah. Exactly. We have time to hang out, yeah. Yeah, it's. I'll be curious to see, and, and hopefully, I mean, it sounds like enough people have because from what his email said that they've gotten lots of reports and they're passing it on to the development team. If, if they are smart, they make an announcement. If they were smart, they, they, well, cause think of that. How, what is their channel for making the announcement to everyone? They could put something on their website, but do they, I'm trying to even think about their website. as just a catalog really. Yeah. Their it, website, they probably couldn't 
really use as that kind of a platform. They'd have to do it on their Facebook page or on yeah. the Warmer community site and then make like or an article. The Forge World email too, they could do. Yeah, they could put out a mass email to their mailing list as well. That would work. That's how everybody found out that the stuff was last chance to buy. It was just like, hey, you, you yeah. want this stuff? You got to get it now. Well, the, and, and a blurb maybe on on that, because I, I haven't even checked that email then or looked at it. I wonder, it's probably under promotions or whatever, like the, um, what is the, how did they word it? You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you, you would, yeah, you would want to give, you know, maybe it's just a, a missed thing. They didn't think they're like, oh shit, I didn't <laughs> understand. I didn't realize that this would rattle so many cages or, you know what I mean? Like, but they're, they're not in it. So they don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Less, uh, don't miss out. Order your space Marines, space Marines, weapons and armor upgrade sets before they're gone. That's all it says. So yeah, hopefully they have some type of, um, you know, announcement or something at the uh, at the if they were it would be smart of them to do that. Even even recognizing it openly, a fact of we understand you guys are upset, things are coming. We're not allowed to dis- we can't discuss them yet or whatever. People won't like the answer, but it's it's acknowledging openly publicly that you know there is concern there's frustration and we we are aware of it and we are doing things about it or or not doing things about it but <laughs> right at least some kind of acknowledgement yeah it would be very strange though if um i don't think it's like a, a doomsday thing but yeah i don't either i mean there's some theories out there that think that they're going to do like one or two more books and then it's going to be over because i they i think alan bly did a huge amount yeah. of work on this without him i think that they're i mean obviously they're clearly struggling you know what i mean to get anything fluff written on heresy because think what it, when was angelus supposed to be out well I, two I years ago i went to adepticon right and that's inferno just came out and that's right around when alan passed away yeah so then was Angelus, and then I I thought I remember hearing that Angelus got split into two books. Yes, because that it meant that the Blood Angels and Dark Angels weren't, or, or whoever the dark. It meant that the Dark Angels got set aside, right? And they're going to be last now. They got taken Something. out of the next book. Oh, dude, there was a super interesting thing about Necromunda. Did you read that? That it, it was Reddit or something where and it, it just kind of gives a glimpse of the design process. But they were saying how um, the person that wrote Necromunda or whatever, this is a person that had worked there or whatever in the game's design part of it or whatever. And the main person that wrote it left. Hmm. And then Games Workshop wouldn't hire him to consult. So then it was left to the team to try to just like uh, pick up the pieces and and very little play testing was done and stuff like that behind the scenes because they needed to get it out or whatever. The gangland books was there. Has there have you noticed any problems with shitty rules or? Uh yeah, or, incomplete rule. Yeah, absolutely. The gang war books after the release though. I, I don't know. Yeah. After the release of the box set, you mean? I believe so. Yes. Well, I, I think yeah. It. I think what they what they sh- I mean, I'm looking at it as kind of like. 
they took the DLC method where they could have had all this in one book and had all the house lists in one book and the whole trading post in one book. But yeah. instead they're breaking it out into gang wars one through X, whatever, every time they release a new gang. Yeah. But I mean, it, that could also be a result of it because a gang war two had like no content. See, and I think there was backlash. I'll try to find that for you. Cause I know you'd probably be interested in that, but it was from one of the designers or something talking about the process behind the scenes. And it was because the main person left. And then so the other people were just like thrown in hmm. and they didn't have time to, I don't know if even like, even spelling errors or grammatical things, I think like the proofreading or, I remember there was basically not insufficient knowledge, insufficient time, and they were in the in deadlines, mm-hmm. I thought. So I'm, if you think about it, yeah, maybe, I mean, if it were a doomsday thing, yeah, we don't, the, the brainchild, the, the person that did everything, you know, they're, they're no longer here. We aren't capable of it. what we've made so far is not meeting our expectations or our standards. You know, like, is, is this, is this, is this feasible to keep, to continue on doing this? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And then they're, like I said, they're stuck okay. in the, you know, they're stuck in the situation where they're like in in fantasy when they when they got rid of it every every army at least had rules right and they had stuff that was out oh yeah yeah in, in heresy it's they're stuck in a you know what are we at like a 80% complete rule set cuz we have three legions that still don't have their rules and remember there was the rumor that like there were supposed to be 20 books or 25 books yeah that's not gonna, that, I, before that can't happen after alan blind had died i think that was before so yeah now that, hmm, interesting. Yeah, that's it. That's an interesting theory. And think of that. What does that do? How do you feel about that? Like you know, like okay, your game system's no longer supported. I mean, but people, you know, like Necromunda, people made rules and mm-hmm. you know, so that the community can still exist. It's just you're not getting new models, or you get new models that you kitbash to make it be things. Sure, it's just. I don't know. I mean, it, you if you look at it from the perspective of you and me as, you know, we play Custodes, Iron Hands, Alpha Legion, World Eaters. All those armies have a pretty well fleshed out range, right? Even after yep. they take out the upgrade kits, we still have characters. We still have, um, you know, vehicle doors. We still have special units. But Dark Angels... White Scars and Blood Angels players have upgrade kits and that's it. And they have, they have, you know, basic Legion rules, but they don't have their special unit. They don't have, you know, special equipment stuff. They don't have characters. They don't have Primarchs, let alone Primarch rules. Like for a while, for, for years, I used Alpharius's rules without a model. I made my own or I just put a proxy, but now I finally get one four years later and but like they don't even have like a white scars player doesn't even have the con to use. Yep. Yep. Or the lion. Yeah. 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 They don't have they don't have a primark at all. So if they stopped it now, they'd be stuck with getting those third party primarks. Who, I mean, I've never really been all that jazzed about the models for them. Yeah. Or kid bashing their own, which is you know possible, but 
it's just kind of a bummer. And they don't have rules for them. They'd have to be community driven. Because I wonder, like, think of like the support for the games. Like, you don't hear about the Hobbit as much, or I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or I'm trying to think of like their other games. Like, what what could tell you if they were like, oh, this game is not like they're not promoting it. But yeah, I guess with the model kits that come out, that tells you, you know, what they're like, focusing you know, on. You mean? Yeah, because that's what's making money. I would assume whatever they're working on is making money. You you, you do your new things to see if they will make money, but then mm-hmm. what are you still supporting? What are you, what are you promoting? Like at these weekenders, at the you know, or, or if they're having tournaments, are they having thirty k tournaments or Blood Bowl events? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's interesting. I don't know. I I, I kind of feel like it's not a doomsday thing. Yeah, I don't think it is, but it's it's weird though. It's, it's really weird. It's very weird and it's easy to start going down that rabbit hole in your mind if you start connecting things that might not necessarily be connected, but it's just you can start, yeah. you know, Alex Jonesing out about it and it 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 does kind of like add up in a weird way. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, wait and see, I guess cuz yeah. it cuz it it would be. I wonder if more things would go missing. Older things. You know what I mean? Like older molds, older. Well, I guess though. But these are. Or do you start with those are all generic things. The older stuff is probably all generic that any legion can use. Do you start with the specific things? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. get rid of those. These these sell the least. Well, I would imagine if they do this again, the next thing we'll see go are Mark II. Marines, right? Yeah. Because I can't imagine those are selling a lot. I think that's my favorite mark of armor, but they don't make a plastic version of it. Or maybe they'd keep Mark II and they'd get rid of four and five or four and three because they they make plastic versions of them. You know what I found interesting too is that they didn't do a third or a Cersei box. Yeah, I mean th- those long... two probably still make them money. Oh yeah, but like they could have done, you know. Breachers, uh, Mark IV, Jetpack Dudes, Mark II. Yeah, Assault Marines for sure, yep. So it's, like, interesting is that telling that, like, they probably had CAD drawings of them or whatever, but did they ever make molds or whatever? Like, because, and I guess I will tell you, too, like, what do they do in plastic? Because, like, maybe, like, Heresy was booming. This is all, but now we're just going to get into conspiracy shit. <laughs> like, Heresy's booming, so then you're like, okay, let's make plastic things. So you make Mark Four. Okay, those are selling. We already had three design. Okay, green, three is greenlit now. Okay, but then now is it declining or something? You know, or, you know what I mean? And then, so then you don't do a third box game. I don't know. It, yeah. It's just trying to, you know fucking tea leaves you know <laughs> trying to figure out you know what like behind it like what are these signs that they are doing mean because was it Kalth came out and then how many years before prospero i don't know for sure i'd have to look it up but i mean it was it's Kalth, relatively soon yeah Kalth was out for maybe a year year and a half and then they released the prospero book or prospero box I, I it can't be more than that right i mean maybe it was i just yeah, it, I, maybe one or two years, I would think. So then, it, and it's definitely been, I would think, longer in between. I know we didn't get one this year, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know when Prospero came out. I don't even know how to. I could even look it up. 
kind of, um, I don't know, you can look at all the stuff that happened around the same time, though. It's like right when Book 7 came out, that's when Alan around then passed away. That's when they released the Prospero box because it was tied to Book 7 with Inferno. And not long after that was when they uh, started teasing 8th edition. Yep. So, like, the community went through all this stuff, all these, you know, hits coming at relatively the same time. And, you know, it's still there, but I th- I don't think Forge World's completely recovered from that. Because no. they were hit with this 8th edition bomb out of the gate, like, out of nowhere, essentially. And then they had to write their own, quote-unquote, write their own rulebook, but they had to spend time re-releasing the 7th ed rulebook under their own rules to, to keep the game alive and that interrupted stuff. And then they had Alan pass away that interrupted everything and the negative backlash against book seven. Like it's just, it just yeah. so much stuff hit them at the same time. I, I don't think that heresy's dead. I think that's kind of like a, a lot of people seem to think that heresy's dying. I don't think that's the case. I'm, I'm more with, like RFI and Iahorus and stuff, who who that's been my experience. Every time I go to a, a 30k event, it just gets bigger and bigger. Like there's more people there, yeah. so I don't think it's dying. Maybe in the grand scheme of things, it's not a comparative money maker like Eighth is, or like the Primaris Marines or something. But I don't know, man. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Time will tell, man. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> it just got real dark. <laughs> yeah, kind of a bummer, but I mean, we're we're at like I don't know. We've been talking now for like almost two hours and twenty minutes. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I it. Um, <laughs> that's not like uh, any listeners we have. It comes to us having to pee and eat <laughs> usually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so. that that could we could end it on there for now and just kind of. Next yeah. time we gather, it'll be post the next Warhammer Fest or whatever that's called, Open Day or whatever it is, and we can hopefully have something else to talk about, and maybe we'll have some other cool stuff to talk about. Because I would also like to get around to talking. Because Infinity is one of my. I think it's. Yeah. I think Infinity is the best rule set for a tabletop game out on the market today. Like it just, I think it's the most fun personally. And the, yeah. the the most depth and everything, so I would really like to get into talking about that game at some point because they recently just released some cool stuff, changing the game on particular factions, and all of a sudden there's like a civil war within one of the factions, and there's a new book that's come out that has new sectoral army lists, and there's a lot yeah. of cool stuff I'm going on with that game, them. so. Yeah, it's not all doom and gloom in the tabletop world. I mean, it's <laughs> you know, there's there's definitely lights going on, and I still have no intention of stalling my heresy project for my militia because even if worst happens and they announce at whatever this next event is that they're gonna start closing the you know the pipe on the heresy stuff and it's gonna drip 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 until it stops. I'm not. I I need to get this done. I need to get it finished because we're always going to have those books, right? And if they if if the rules go away one day, we could still play Heresy. Yep. And I still would love to. So 
I want to have this. Yeah, I want to have this out. Very passionate community. Yeah, it's gonna. I don't see it going anywhere. Yep. So I mean, until next time, hopefully more um, information in the future and. Yeah, and if you, if you got any listeners out there, if you guys have any thoughts on this, email us at yippee Mr. Falcon. And it's Y-I-P-P-Y, not Y-I-P-P-I-E. But yeah, That's right. At Gmail. But yeah, yeah, we, we'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Absolutely. And then more Legion talk next week, too. Hopefully you get some more progress on your Scarf Troopers oh, yeah, and yeah. all that. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Man. Good stuff. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing bad here. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to freak out about. Nothing to freak out about. <laughs> Alright, man. Well, as always, thanks for uh, bullshitting with me for two hours while we record it. And oh, thanks yeah, to the listeners for sticking around with us if you've listened to this episode all the way through so far. And uh, we'll be back at you next time. See ya! Oh, boy.